TV show. Hi. I said always because he's the only one that's been on every one. I've been every yeah. single one of them. I, I am the Iron Man. First, you are the Iron Man. I heard about this after you guys did this. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's me, Tyler. That's Tyler. You yeah. might remember me from classics such as the first two Whip Up podcasts ever dropped. That makes sense, man. Um, Alex. Hi. From last week's episode. And race. There you go. Race, the host from last week. This is once again a comics cast, uh, primarily because we have one topic this time, but it's a, it's a doozy. That is Marvel versus DC Comics. Um, So here's the thing. Here's why this will be interesting. First of all, if I'm not mistaken, everybody here likes both at some level. Yeah. Nobody just hates one of the groups. No, No. not at all. That's what I thought. Uh, Myself included. I would say I'm probably the most Marvel. Yeah. Strictly. I'm definitely the the Marvel zombie of the bunch. If you you put me on a scale, like it tips slightly to the Marvel. Slightly to Marvel? Slightly, yeah. Which is the first question. So that's a good answer. Steven. I am a seesaw. So you just back and yeah, forth? Yeah, just back and forth. Gotcha. Race? Um, definitely more comic-wise. I lean overall, more towards overall. Marvel. Don't, don't um, probably down. overall Marvel, okay. I'd say. Just ah. more. <laughs> if you look at the comic books, that's the majority of what I have. It. And Alex? Yeah. I'm DC. That's why I'm like, right, we, need, we, need, we need some I'm, aggression here. When I mean, Tyler said that, I was like, yeah. wait a second. <laughs> Just give her a second. If, if you happen to like put me like on a like a scale or like a percentage, probably 51% Marvel, 49% DC. See, we just That's unpacked all our comics and bringing mine from home, it was like two boxes of DC and half a box of Marvel. That sounds so, like the exact yeah. way for me the other way. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of DC comics, but I've read a lot, if that makes sense. I've got a lot of digital ones. Um, the first thing I wanted to go into um, before we get into like specifics is what do what do these mean to you when you like when I say we'll start with Marvel then we'll go to DC when I say Marvel what does that mean what does that what does that mean to you now Tyler I always think of Spider-Man, Spider-Man? Red, red symbol Sorry. red guy you know like that's just all there. It's definitely red. Is the first thing that goes on. Like, like it's just the color red. It's like aggressive. It's before it was you know, I don't think you remember remember back Spider Man like the original trilogy where before it was all the flashing characters and it was just like the panels really yes, bad I and then really that. bright. Yeah. It's just yeah. red blasting you in the face. I think it's for all of us probably, and you'll tell me if I'm wrong. It's it's. It's the Marvel Studios logo. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. Whether with what you just said, the first version of it before it was Marvel Studios, yeah. but it's 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 movie. It's connected to movies. The and best the of the cinematic it's not universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't. I'll have, give them that. Marvel has a much better the, cinematic the, universe. The, the we're going to die of that hard. <laughs> <laughs> the logo has never hurt my eyes. True. Marvel <laughs> certainly has. But it's, the reason I wanted to bring that up as something weird is because um, growing up, it wasn't bad because Marvel didn't make movies that were very interesting or good. Uh, Steven, what does it mean yeah. to you? Well, growing up, it meant X-Men. Cartoon? I was all about X-Men. The cartoon, the cartoon. theme song. When I think like Marvel, I think of now, obviously, with the MCU. Um, and I sometimes think of uh, nothing else. That's it. I have nothing else to add to that. It just I, try, I tried. Right. So <laughs> um, for me, uh, it's very similar. It's X-Men, but not in the same way. Okay. Um, my first like push into comic books was the... Uh, first X-Men movie. Okay. Um, I remember asking my dad, me and my brother, to go watch the first X-Men movie. Like, I think we watched it like 10 times um, <laughs> because my dad was like a big like Wolverine fan. He had comic books and stuff like that I didn't even know about. 
And then that kind of led me into more, like my uncle was a huge Thor fan, stuff like that. But for me, it was the X-Men movie and watching it about 10 times and really getting into kind of what all that was. Gotcha. Alex? It's the cinematic universe, mainly (laughs) to me. I didn't start reading Marvel comics until after the cinematic universe started. I've always been a diehard DC fan, but I didn't start reading the Marvel ones till after the movies. Before we're gonna dissect this pretty hard in a second. But before we do that, <laughs> let's get the same thing for DC. Okay. I'll start. Um, did I say mine already? No. Did you? I didn't. No, you did not. That's silly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's basically when I think Marvel now, I think Comics, Marvel Studios logo. Movies. Um, for DC, um, I don't think about the logo. I don't think about, and the big reason is that they changed it. Yeah. And I think yeah. that I think that was a mistake. Even, well, though, we, even though the other one was was very was almost too. Generic. Antique looking. Like it looked uh, like an old comic thing. Um, well, the original was Action Comics action, before it was even... Action Comics was Superman. Detective, Detective Comics, comics yeah. was Batman. DC, yeah, it was Batman yeah. based off DC and then after that. Um, DC, for me, it's it's the, it's the comics I think about, which, yeah. is, which is weird. Um, I don't want to say anything more because I'm going to put them on it. What about you, Alex? Uh, it, what, what else is DC? I just think of Batman. You just think of Batman in general? Yeah. You're just like... It's his place. I mean, he lets Superman, you know, walk around sometimes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Steven? I just think of Arkham in general. Just, yeah. Arkham. just the whole Arkham universe. Whether it be the games, dark environments, uh, Harley Quinn, Batman, Joker, that's like, I think of that. And then sometimes I think of Superman, too. Okay, right? Yeah. Batman the Animated Series. Batman the Animated Series. That's a good one. When you hear oh, yeah. DC, you think of that. I think. Just say the word DC. You think Batman. I think Batman the Animated Series, all of it. I'm talking the older one, the newer one, Batman Beyond. That was what DC meant to me. The Bruce Timm. The Bruce Timm. Batman the Animated Series. That is. That is all Batman I think Beyond about for is the not Batman part. the Animated Series. Yeah, it was Animated yeah. Series, and it shares it's the same like, universe. Of course it does. Good. But still really That's good. still pretty darn good for what it was. Terry McGinnis is a fantastic. Oh, villain. gosh. Alex, how about you? I think villains. Which villains. specific ones? Yeah. Or just like, villains in general? Ju- villains in general, from Joker to Captain Cold to Lex Luthor. Crazy quilt. So do you... When you think of like between Marvel and DC, if I remember correctly, you have a thing where you mainly prefer the villains of DC and the heroes of Marvel. Yeah, if I remember correctly. That's interesting. Oh, that's something else I want to get into in a minute. Um, <laughs> the reason I wanted to ask that question is because um, I think our answer is telling, and I think that shows how good at marketing Marvel is mm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you think oh, yeah. of that logo, you think of that splash before the movies, and DC was all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I mean, Batman was definitely a theme. Um, but it's, it's not nailed down to one thing where Marvel is so dominating in one category. I think that's why they have such a, a large mind share. Um, but also, a thing I think is odd is that many of you mentioned either Batman or Darkness or, or villains, and that's not traditionally how DC is seen. I've been reading comics for a whole, really long time. <laughs> so I remember, um, this is not that long ago actually, but um, the JLA vs. Avengers series, the four issue series. Uh, uh, Kurt Busiek? Yes. I think wrote it, and then uh, who drew it? Oh my lord! Who drew that comic? That is disgusting. I don't know. You should fact check that on your uh, yeah, phone. Exactly. What's his name? What's um, his first name? I can't. I broke my phone today. It cuts my fingers when I, I touch it. I can see the design because I remember the. Oh my gosh! I love that book. I've got to look it up. I have to know. It was called JLA Avengers. Um, 
because that sound that is me um cutting my phone bleeding all over your bleeding phone, my phone. <laughs> exactly what's wrong with your phone i kind of dropped it and reinstalled it today jesus it was real uh not fun <laughs> who drew this comment the answer is we're gonna wait the answer may surprise you thanks destiny <laughs> <laughs> number seven wrong. surprising no i was right busy i definitely wrote it I, I'm so mad. Like, okay, this is, here's how bad Wikipedia is. On the main page, it doesn't show the artist. How much do you have to not? George Perez. I was right. I was yeah. Perez. Yay. Okay, anyway. Um, that's totally irrelevant to everybody, but it's important to me to get it right. <laughs> um, people were talking about, because people have been talking JLA versus Edge just forever. Who would win, blah, blah, blah. And the same thing has been said in every issue of Wizard Magazine and every conversation that ever had at a comic book shop. It's that the Justice League and DC Comics is your heroes looked at as heroes and worshipped, and it's a positive environment. In Marvel, um, it's all your heroes are gray, and it's very much a place where heroes are not liked. The X-Men are not liked. Um, members of the Avengers are not liked. Yeah. Um, and that was and that whole comic is based off that. Like hmm. When they go to the DC Universe, it's like you see all these you know, museums to the Flash, and you see Superman is worshipped almost as a god. And then in Marvel, everybody hates the Avengers and the X-Men. Yeah. Right? And that, and that the reason that book was written that way is because that is how the comics have been seen, traditionally. Oh, yeah. And I think nowadays, that's not the case anymore. And there's a first time in my, in my entire comics career, and I'm 36 years old, that isn't the case anymore. It's now looked as, and I think a movies is a huge part of it, but DC yeah. is the dark place. And Marvel's it's the, the edgy. Po- it's the edgy Alex. Uh, <laughs> Alex like, 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 hot take, though. Yeah, movie Avengers—they're not really heroes. Let's like you want to be for real about. They're superpowered black ops teams. That's exactly what they are. <laughs> um, who've done like mm. yeah, done a lot of war crime ass yeah. stuff. Um, it's very yeah. Yeah. see Winter Soldier. Yeah, Iron Man and the you know Age of Ultron. He wants yeah. to the world. Yeah. Um, so it's they haven't changed the tone of the two, but it's viewed that. And I think the reason it's different. This is my opinion. I want to get your opinion too. I think the reason people think that. Is once again tied to movies but not modern movies so the reason people thought that back then was because the iconic c- pop culture moment for dc was the movies mm-hmm. it wasn't the comics even though we no, none of us talked about movies but back then the the, the 60 what year was superman 70 was, i think it was yeah. 70 i forget which which uh, year but the original christopher Reeve superman movie and then, and then 89 Batman. first time yeah. those guys got their byline back after not being known for being the superman writers for a oh, while really? yeah that was creator. the first time they lost it for a while oh wow and that's but that's well, we watched some of the history was. of comics right? yeah we did yeah is that a series mm-hmm. it was on amc the guy who wrote the walking that. dead did it it was oh, all about robert comic book history and stuff yeah. Yeah. history of comics <laughs> <laughs> good show I would dig that show. Um, but yeah, so that's the, um, we're not going to throw an image into this. We're not going to throw an image into this. Not yet. <laughs> no. We may bring up image later. But yeah, the reason I think they're so iconic is because of those two things specifically. The Batman movie and the Superman movie. Specifically the Superman movie. Um, that you know, The whole you believe a man can fly thing. Like That's why, to me, it was on such a pedestal. And the, the Avengers don't have that. But and when you see a picture of Christopher Reeve Superman, you think that's Superman. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. think that's oh, yeah. the movie Superman. You think that's Superman. Mm. Even when you see Michael Keaton's Batman, not as much anymore, but especially when it came out, and still in my head, that's Batman. That's a version of Batman that's real, like a real Batman, you know? Um, but when you see the cover of Justice League, you don't think that's the Justice League. You're like, that's the Justice League movie. Yeah. 
the Avengers, you've seen Avengers come, you're like, that's the Avengers. Yeah. That's the ones from the comic book. It's the same characters. Oh, yeah. This is the movie about them, right? And I think that is what's flipped it, in my opinion. Because it used to be, you know, the, the big heroes were in DC, um, and the, the people in Marvel were, um, were kind of great. But now, um, the Justice League, by comparison, is no longer way more iconic because of the Avengers have been now successful for how many years? Ten. For ten years. For over ten years, right? Yeah. What is your take on that? Uh, Do you feel the same way? Yeah, I think a big part of it, though, is a social climate. But, like, I don't want to get into, like, you know... No, definitely. Like, Let's like, do it. You know, like, po- it. like, politics or, like, you know, social commentary. But, like, um, think about, like, when the very first Batman was big. It was, you know, late 80s, you know, 90s were first coming in. The, the edgiest of the yes. decades. <laughs> <laughs> Super edgy decades. And um, I think that spoke a lot for the time. And I think kind of now, you know, like, mm. you know... You know mm. What is Winter Soldier? It's a uh, it's a political thriller, besides a superhero movie, in this day and age. Right. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, and DC, you know, they of course can't make up their mind, but they're trying. To, at the same time, they're trying to play to their strengths as the dark, the gritty one. And at the same time, not. At the same time, <laughs> not. And I feel like that throws a lot of people off. Because we're in kind of an area where, yeah, things are kind of bad right now. Yeah, right people people so kind of want something <laughs> to cheer them up. <laughs> That's a very good point. The That's, 90s was a fairly easy time for America. Like, it was fairly easy. It was a bad easy time, time for comics, though, dude. I, I, I had Maximum Carnage. Uh, yeah, I had that is, uh, that's a, <laughs> What about y'all? What about uh, Steven? <laughs> do you... Is that? How do you view the two? Oh, uh, gosh. See, do you agree that it's flipped or not? Mm, I kind of do, but like I, I kind of put them in small or like they contrast okay. differently. Gotcha. Uh, especially in DC, when I think, of course, you know, now DC. Uh, I mean, it's like I think it's dark, gritty, edgy with quirky characters. Okay. So it kind of like throws it off a little bit. When you say quirky, what do you mean? You mean exactly? like like cute or okay. like you know like maybe about Supergirl. For example, okay. gotcha, like she's cute doing, you know, like in in an edgy world or whatever. It's like the CW versus the yeah, the yeah. Cinema, it's the TV show versus the 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 movies. It's like two totally different. Right, right. It is the tones are like completely different. But then of course you go to Marvel, it's the same thing. Yeah, true. Like yeah, Netflix shows, it's like there's there's no dark. comedy whatsoever. It's extremely the darkest thing out there is Marvel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. think about like the Punisher. Yeah. I mean, that's a very sad. Thing. That's all you have to say is Punisher, <laughs> and everyone knows the tone. <laughs> yeah, but uh, where was I going with this? I don't know. Guide, guide me, someone. Cutesy. Guide me. Uh, yeah, dark I don't know where cutesy. I was going. Let's go back even further. Dark but cutesy. Yeah, it's dark but cutesy. Yeah. They contrast each other. Yeah, and you gotta have that contrast when both of them exist, like within the same worlds. Right now, like, I really don't know where I'm going with this. So like I'm lost. I lost myself. Okay. Yes, please take me. Bring me back. me back. So, like, definitely in this. (laughs) Sick, sick Daredevil, sick Daredevil. God, someone please save this podcast. Um, so kind of like what he was saying. Um, there's definitely like something going on. Like, if you look at the at the different universes, at least. There's a there's a really weird like dynamic change. Um, when you go into the movies, they kind of don't know what they want to be. I mean, if you look at 
Batman versus Superman, and then you go and watch the Shazam trailer, like you start thinking like, is this the same company? Versus if you go and look at like the TV shows, those so far have been much better received than their movies have been so far. Mm-hmm. Um, by far, like they've nailed something down. Maybe it's the fact of pretty much making Green Arrow, Batman, who knows. Um, Green Arrow is almost always yeah. just a um, Batman. Discussion for another versus, uh, if you go over to, uh, <laughs> versus if you go over to Marvel, um, Marvel has this thing where they just seem to know kind of where to go as far as picking directors and stuff like that. Like something always gets nailed right for the most part, you know, no matter well, what. Once again, this is only the people that only talk about movies. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Nobody's mentioned the comics. This is an open discussion for anything, and all we can think about is movies. Yeah. It's because that's well, what. Well, with the DC can't figure out what they're doing, they've rebooted like twice the universe twice within the last few years. When you say twice, what do you mean? New Fifty Two and Rebirth. And Rebirth. Oh, that's right. I've read yeah. very few comics, so that's why. That, that's pretty you, I mean, yeah, for me, it's understandable. <laughs> Marvel. I remember when New 52 happened, and now Rebirth is happening, and I'm just like, I, I'm just now catching up. That's the problem with, with reboots. It's, it's cool when it happens, and then like years later, it's less cool, because <laughs> you have new things you like and don't like. Yeah, what what is, what was it? Uh, Secret, Secret Wars? Secret Wars. Uh, uh, number two? Yeah, uh, Secret that, Wars that number two. Was, yeah. a Secret, Secret Wars was incredible. Because the best boy. The main character. The best boy was the main character. And that's, yeah, if you want to know why Dr. Doom's the greatest comic character of all time, that's the reason. Um, yeah, that, but that was Jonathan Hickman's exit. Mm-hmm. And that hurt the comics a lot. But since everybody wants to talk about movies anyway, that seems to be where everybody wants to go. Uh, we'll just go, I, there. I, I, we'll I, just I, go there. I will throw in a quick thing about uh, comics. There's something that Marvel and uh, DC have kind of agreed upon and kind of have stuck to the same thing on comics, and that's pandering. They pander a lot. Depending, on, depending now, on what it is, yeah. I'm cool with like being exclusive, uh, inclusive. I'm very cool with that. Yeah. But there is a way of doing it, and there's a way of seeing seeming real fake and corporate about that's, it. That's well. that's the issue. Like I think, in a natural way, it is the most important thing in comics mm-hmm. for multiple reasons. First of all, it just should be that way. Things should be inclusive. People should have representation. Period. It just should. But if it comes off as a stunt to make sales, then it can, it can look it can look bad. It's good. I think it's good regardless. Yeah, because like in one way, it's like even if it is pandering, you know, you may inspire somebody to be sincere about it and exactly. like actually make a difference. But that's something they kind of uh, kind of met on. <laughs> I think that the first the first one to get it right to me, and I want to hear everybody else's too. Okay, is Miles Morales. Mm. Yeah, they nailed the launch of that because they did it in a very res- so. It, I've never been a fan of just. Um, so like like race race switching or gender yeah. switching for just the sake of it. But if you have a if you have a compelling reason to do it, then by all means do it. I know Bendis was very passionate about it. Too. Yeah, like and you he, could tell in the run he, he, he had, had uh, he had actual like like emotional investment in it and everything. And also it's weird because I think this is really this is a really weighty topic. It can be, um, and I think the fact that it's um, five white people talking about it takes away from something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna, at least we have a girl. I'm <laughs> at least we have yeah. a girl. Um, but that like Miles Morales was done in a way that respected what came before and established something new Um, and it's been pushing a lot of things like uh, he and uh, Miles Morales and Gwen are dating now which is a very interesting thing Um, attacking a lot of issues that um, 
for a while was kind of just like swept under a rug and just not done in comic books like when static shock and all that stuff was happening there's a lot of issues that kind of go on when you start getting into characters that are other than white which really really sucks um but they're they're starting to tackle a lot of it and a lot of it is it they just kind of do it and that's probably the best thing that they've done they haven't really they've like done a lot more about letting their creators like create and make things happen it's a modern world and they're letting modern things sort of happen um which has been really really awesome as far as that stuff kind of goes I think it's um it's really interesting who's been super successful with it and who hasn't been because I think I think first of all that the end goal should always be representation should be about what representation should be if fifty percent of your population is black fifty percent of your characters should be black yeah if you know yeah. I don't know what the percentages are if 30, 20, 30 percent of people are um, I don't math well <laughs> let's say um twenty or thirty percent of people are LGBTQ then about that many characters should be like it should it should be representation should be about what about what it kind of is yeah. right and it's super not in any medium yeah. um but I, bendis is really good at this specifically and the reason i want to say that is because he the reason luke cage is popular is brian bendis luke cage was nothing until he pulled him into the avengers but they didn't do it like here's the all-new avenger he's black he just it was a very normal the, the story was was created in a situation that would make luke cage join um, he was he put him along right beside Spider-Man and Wolverine and Captain America doing awesome stuff right beside him and all of a sudden you saw him as an Avenger in the book yeah. um, and that's what I think when it comes to representation I wasn't going to get to this yet I'm glad we did though um, <laughs> because I think there's a lot here I think the way you do that correctly is you don't launch a new book here's the new Muslim homosexual hero called this and that's what she is they did you that. have a character tell their story that's interesting and then put them beside the ones we love let them accept them without without like making a big deal out of it. You can if you want to. If that's if that's if the point of the story is acceptance, then by all means make that about you know somebody accepting. But when you see new inclusive characters beside iconic characters doing something iconic with them enough times, then that character becomes iconic. And I think that's where that's why Luke Cage is successful. That's why Jessica Jones is, was successful. That's why Miss Marvel. I mean Captain Marvel has been successful. Black Panther's first run was him. Pretty much defeating the Fantastic Four, like as a villain, yeah. it was. It was really interesting. It but was, he came in strong. Yeah, oh yeah. He came in strong, and that's one of the things. Like, um, I'm, I'm a big proponent of taking minority characters that already exist and boosting them. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black Panther was written from day one to be a king and a genius and one of the smartest guys and most intelligent. Same thing. Uh, yeah. And most. What am I trying to say? Rich and most powerful guys on the planet. He's like second or third and just most powerful, right? From the start. But we never saw that until fairly recently. I would probably give Christopher Priest Ron the, the big yeah the big kudos for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I wish you you would see more of that. The pandering thing is really interesting though because um, I like some people. The first one I saw people say was pandering was Ms. Marvel, and I did not feel Ms. Marvel was pandering at all. No. I actually like Ms. Marvel. I love Ms. Me too. Uh, like She's Ms. awesome. Um, I'm trying to think if there, there was one that I really saw that was bad. Keep going. The only one I can think of that was mildly like pandering a little bit or just kind of a really just out of nowhere gender swap was probably like Lady Thor. Yeah, um, once again, that is awesome. Like it's <laughs> so great. I love it was a great, great I love the story. way they portrayed her, the whole thing, like especially the first couple of books like of cuz Thor wasn't gone. It wasn't like a Miles Morales situation yeah. where it was just, oh, Spider-Man died. Ultimate Universe needs a Spider-Man. I was Let's make a character. Let's do it, yeah. um, this was 
Nick Fury whispered something in Thor's ear. All of a sudden, he wasn't worthy, and all and this it was a really good way of doing it. Like they had, uh, what's what's Odin's wife's name? I can't think of her name at the moment. Hera, Freya, Freya. Um, Freya kind of just had that thing where she was Odin for a while until Odin came back. Is it Freya or Frigga? It's one of the two. It they always it's a Norse. Yeah, I, went, I went like Greek or Roman it's there for a second. It's written Frigga. Yeah. Pronounced. But they like, they had him come in and being like, oh, I'm the man. Of course, I'm the person. Take care of it. Even though you've clearly done a great job. And she just kind of did the thing of, okay, let anyone who can be Thor be Thor. Was, and it went to Jane Foster. That specific story, what I thought was, if there was a misfire, it was, it was, when you give somebody a boost too quick, oh yeah, that that stings fans of the character. So like when she from the first time, first couple times she wields the hammer, Thor's like, ah, oh, she's doing things I've never been able to do in ten thousand years. Well, that's silly. Like yeah. she's like, don't do that. You don't need that. The fact that she's um, that's suffering bad. from cancer and is about to die, and she's strong enough, like she's like willpower wise, strong mm-hmm. enough to whip the hammer to be worthy. That's, that's bad. Enough for, of a that's character. bad for everybody. Yeah, you, and you, like anytime a, a, a new hero shows up and it just beats up the, the hero you liked before, that's never a cool introduction. People don't dig that. Um, so that was the one thing problem I have with that comic. However, that comic is incredible, and that's Jason Aaron's run. I think so. No, yes, it definitely is. Um, anyway, we have that comic. That's a really good one. Have you read the? This is totally off the topic. The God Butcher arc. I don't uh, think I, I have yet. I know it's it, gore. I, uh, gore, yeah. Oh, it ties into the, Venom's uh, the, current origin. Yes. The, the, off. Off, yes. off mic, don't tell me about that. <laughs> All right, so to get everybody else back in the conversation, let's go to movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, this is something I know. So this is something can talk about. <laughs> quick quick uh, left field into serious territory. Uh. Yeah, we're right back out. Um, so the movies. <laughs> I think people forget how good DC was. DC was like, Superman's one of the best movies of all time. Batman 89 is one of the best movies of all time. Dark Knight's one of the best movies of all time. Like, they were... If you thought of movies, you thought of DC. You thought of DC. I saw the Dark Knight it's, five times in theaters. And I, it's I one of the few ones to win an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. For, for performance? Yeah. Yeah. Jared Leto. Uh, no, it's not Jared Leto. <laughs> 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 not Jared Leto. Heath Ledger. Yeah. No. I'm so <laughs> glad you said Jared Leto won an Oscar for that. Travis Scott. Uh, oh Suicide Squad did win an Oscar, though. Makeup, right? Best costumes and makeup. Costumes yeah. and makeup. Yeah, which you shouldn't have got. Um, yeah. Anyway, the um, yeah, so let's talk movies. So... Just uh, I got so. wrapped up in our conversation. Yeah, let's that's right. Uh, let's just get it. Let's just get it. Over. I hung out with Heath Ledger. What's the best comic movie? What is the best comic movie? Before we get into it, I'm going to start with the race. The best comic movie. Ah, uh, don't do this. And this to is me. not from like MCU um, versus DC. Yeah, this is isn't history of, of, of just film. history of film. What's the best superhero movie? Okay, are we doing like um, favorite or best? Because that's no, two different no, ones for me. We're doing best. Best. Doing oh, best. okay. This is best. And you know, just do both. Well, it's a free country. Let's do both. <laughs> um, uh, this is so. This is so hard for me. Um, Spider Man's always gonna probably win at Which some one? point for me. Um, but I'm really gonna I'm really gonna go out and probably say Logan. Logan um, is your fa- favorite or your ba- the best? It yeah. is. It's probably my personal favorite. Okay. Um, just best? because it obviously, as I talked about earlier, X Men obviously has a certain connection with me. Gotcha. But if I was to say the best, it would probably end up being either probably either Black Panther or Winter Soldier. Interesting. Um, I, th- I think Black Panther is probably the most important 
It definitely one, is. Especially in the past 10 years. And it's mainly, the reason why I, I listed those is, like, just the way it was shot, the way they portrayed the characters. There's lots of iconic things you can all remember from those movies. There's a lot of, like, Avengers, the first Avengers movie was iconic just because it was Avengers. There's so many people going on. They did a good way of kind of filtering everyone in at a decent basis and not overpaying to one or the other. But if you think of, like, scenes, shots, stuff like that, those are the two that I think of I remember the most, kind of like how I talked last time about the elevator scene, um, just the way it was shot, um, stuff like that. And if I was to go over to DC, um, if I was to say what the best DC movie was, I would probably have to say, uh, I would probably have to say the second in the Christopher Nolan's Batman movie with Heath Ledger. I think you're, that's, you'll hear that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's definitely going to be the one that Without wins. me prompting you, you went Marvel. Correct. I noticed, which is interesting because, once again, you have real contenders in Superman, 89, Batman, and Dark Knight. And even Wonder Woman was quite good for a lot of You people. definitely do, and I was very close at saying just Iron Man just because that was the first time mm-hmm. I had seen something that was other than just something as big as Spider-Man because yeah. Spider-Man's always been a popular character for course, me yeah. for a long time, but that first Iron Man movie and actually, like, seeing, like, someone act that way because as we had kind of talked about before with me and bruce wayne and stuff like that there's there's a way a rich person's supposed to act and that was the first time i've actually seen in a superhero movie someone act the way you think a stereotypical billionaire should act and make it look normal well for um i think for that specific topic um tony stark is that character whereas like bruce wayne's not Bruce Wayne's putting on a fake face of that. Tony Stark is a rich douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what makes him lovable in a weird way. Alex, what about you? Favorite movie and best movie? Favorite, easily The Avengers. Your the first, first one. Oh, really? I saw that five times. Does the everybody theaters. immediately think of the circle shot? And you hear yes. Okay. Like, yeah. 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 Very much so. They're all standing right here. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the, the, the circle shot or the screenshot of them just looking up and they're all like posing ish. That's a really good cool. Yeah. <laughs> I. So, it was. It came out my senior year of high school, the summer before my senior year of high school, and me and my friends all went to the midnight premiere, and we thought it would be funny. We all went dressed up as Justice League characters awesome. to watch the Avengers. That's, I think it's awesome. And Genius. I saw it so many times after that, and that's so literally it. Just blew me away and we marathoned like all the movies before it but it they just didn't hold a candle just with the way that the characters interacted and just the way that it flowed so well it wasn't forced and it, it was just i don't know i remember it, thinking i can't believe they pulled that off yeah i mean I, people that hadn't seen any of the movies were like this saying is awesome. that too me too since, the ultimate version of that is Infinity War. Ever, yeah, ever since the Russos got hold of it. I can't believe it's And I didn't get to do my say with the the what do we think with the DC versus Marvel. Was that your that was your favorite, right? Yes. What was your best? Best? Uh, While you're thinking of that, do the other thing. <laughs> I, I want, with everybody going immediately to Marvel for cinematic, mm-hmm. thing, you know, that, that's the first. I wonder how much of that, and of course I'm the one bringing this up, has to do with Disney taking over the rights for Marvel. I think it's a, a massive reason. Interestingly enough, it was it was not. Iron Man was pre Disney. It was. It was one year pre Disney. Was pre Disney. Oh, Hulk was trash. 
Hook was not great. Hook was great. <laughs> I don't think it's trash, but I think it's not. It's I remember Force One leaving the first Avengers movie and like after seeing Mark Ruffalo play him, and I was like, I really hope this is the one we keep. Yeah. yeah. And I was so happy when it happened. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the same thing I've been saying about the Marvel movies since they've been out. They haven't made a bad one in my opinion, no, but but the worst, the, the, the two worst. The two worst ones. Thor, 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 Thor 2 <laughs> and The Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Easily. I think those movies are sick. See, I say Incredible Hulk and Dr. See, I, I see when oh, y'all no, 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 I love no. Thor 2, but Thor's my favorite. You see, y'all so. all include Incredible Hulk. I pretend that movie never that movie even happened. Well, so I usually long. just yeah. say, like, I <laughs> usually just say, like, Iron Man 2. Uh, uh, quick no. aside. Iron Man 2 can't fuck so good. Eh. Quick aside. We're going to get into this in a minute. How, how, how do you think things would have been if Ed Norton was still around? Um, problematic. Yeah. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok would not have been as funny. No, he, he doesn't make films. Well, he no. can in some movies. He can, but Ruffalo well. just had very, <laughs> he has very good uh, time. Nor- Nor- Norton's kind of a prick, so. I'm not a big Norton fan. Alex, what's, your, what's, the, what's the best movie? You gotta say I, one, bro. I gotta go with, I guess, Dark Knight. I'm gonna Dark Knight, go. I think that's, no, that's yeah. probably the right answer. <laughs> like, I don't know, it wouldn't be mine, but I think it's probably the right answer. The a score, the, 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 cinematic shots. I think the fact that it's a Chris Nolan movie is a huge part of the reason people say that because um, I can't think of it. What's the... Uh, uh, Goyer. Nope. No. Oh, I thought, no. I, thought, I, thought, I thought this was going to be a negative no, this you is a positive. Go Goyer. Cinematographer. Um, Will something. Well, I, Will... Uh, what's his name? I don't know. He's not like halfway... Will Arnett. So I forget them. <laughs> it was... Uh, he did Transcendence. He did that movie. Like, it was, and it wasn't good. But as a... I don't... Pay, I only pay attention to directors. Will Pfeiffer... <laughs> anyway, that guy. Um, every Chris Nolan movie is gorgeous, right? Without exception. They're all yeah. incredibly shot. I think that's a huge part of why the movies are yeah. so good. Of course, he's... And like, Hans Zimmer did... Hans Zimmer did the, the score. score. And... Oof. And, but it's Heath Ledger. That's the, he, the he reason we say it is because of the Joker. Because I think there's a whole lot wrong with Dark Knight. People don't talk about, which we can get into later. And there's a whole lot wrong with that movie. The fact However, that it is a very okay Mar- uh, Mar- uh, Scor- uh, what is name? Scorsese film. Yeah, it's, it's, a, a, very it's a very okay, okay Scorsese With a really, really, really bad script. Mm-hmm. One of the worst scripts I've yeah. seen. In a, but it doesn't matter because the acting is so incredible. Um, and, and the camera work is so incredible. Um, but and I, I think, think it's one of the most accurate answer. portrayals of the Joker compared to the comic. I think it's a different one, which I think it makes it. I think it's so close to that whole Tony Stark redefining because this is such an awesome version of it that people because like the whole Agent of Chaos thing, you could argue that it was there in the comics, but I would say he was mostly just insane. But this is a guy with a plan. Yeah, I mean, he's not yeah, because he's like a guy with a plan. Yeah. but he still had a plan to show people that you're. There's you're also betrayed. so much stuff from the Long Halloween in it, which is there my is favorite. Yeah, that's story. Absolutely my favorite. I really want to get a hold of that journal, like, because they're supposedly releasing the journal he had in the bedroom where yeah, he, like, made his whole personality out of it. I don't, I don't think that's They made a movie about it. I don't think that's meant, meant for us, you know? Me well, either. they're actually posting it in the doctor in the new documentary they're putting on it. Steven, what's your... Okay, so I'm going to make it simple, but I have four films in mind, but okay. I'm going to okay. kind of rate them. Okay. Um, as far as personal best, uh, I still think Winter Soldier is okay. my favorite with Thor Ragnarok closely behind it's amazing. just because it's so funny and I've it's watched incredible. it I think about five times it's the easiest movie to watch I've ever seen it is I love just having it on and I can't think and of see, much that's wrong with it because I I feel like it's out of character I really and I, that's why I love it, it but I'm like these aren't 
No, it's completely uncharacteristic. Yeah. You're and like, that you be bothered me a little bit. They but. basically said, people aren't digging Thor, so let's make him a cool surfer yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's, to me, it's, they didn't make him a cool surfer guy. He's still Thor, but he's yeah. not. Yeah. He's, he's very Thor different. completely out of his element. Yeah. Completely. But it's like, a, it's Thor accepting that he's just, well, I'm just out of my element from now on. Yeah. I'm just going to be this weird guy. I mean, um, also observing, like, Chris Hemsworth, his comedic timing is ex- incredible. He's such a good comedic And he's not a comedic actor. actor, but, like, the two films that he's, like, mainly just a just a goofball, Thor Ragnarok and Ghostbusters, Ghost the new one, he, he's the best part about it. He is the best part sure. of the new And, like, I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan, so, like, you know, I enjoyed Ghostbusters 3 he's for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but he was easily the best part because he's stupid, and I love it. But going and back to that. He improved a lot of that. <laughs> oh, he, he, did, he did? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's it's even funny. better. It makes quick, it even better. Quick thing about Hemsworth, he's just the new Ryan Reynolds. They tried to book him as this handsome leading man. Uh, it didn't totally work no. out. And then they realized, thankfully, they realized early with Hemsworth, they were like, you know what? Guy's a comedy actor. What are we doing? Yeah, he's a cool let, guy. Let, let let's cool. take off his shirt, let him flaunt his beautiful abs, <laughs> and have him be yes. funny. There you go. That was legit. We win. <laughs> that was not like a, you were, that was genuine. <laughs> you thought of a picture and that was good. Well, I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, I thought that's her. Good. Like every time you watch a Marvel movie, just <laughs> at one point, there's a shirtless thought. That's everyone. Yeah. Okay. They just cast beautiful people. Question Who <laughs> hasn't gone, ooh, when someone went shirtless? Hemsworth, Evans. Uh, Hulk. <laughs> yeah, Paul Rudd, Rudd even Paul did it. Well, you more like, with, with Paul Rudd, you're like, oh, he's so cute. He's so, he's so handsome. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, I just need Loki good, to take what a off good his shirt. What, what, what a good dad. What a good dad. He hasn't <laughs> aged a day since Clueless. He looks so Or even younger. Friends. Oh, yeah. That was your favorite? That was my favorite with the runner-up. As far as best, I'm still going to have to go with Dark Knight. Even okay. though I believe that when it comes to if you put every comic film, like in a list and mixing in DC and Marvel, Dark Knight is probably on the lower half for me. Gotcha. I didn't enjoy it as much as I wanted to. Yeah, gotcha. but I think it's a just a, it's a very well made film. Gotcha. It's closely behind it, Infinity War. Infinity War, I think it's way yes. And that's me throwing away being spoiled. Ah, <sighs> sucks. You know, that would probably be way. Even it, it probably would be my favorite, just so most great. likely. I am going to watch it again and kind of like recondition myself to be like, all right, watch it, enjoy it. Let's let's get all yeah, that, outside word out. It played better the second time I saw it. I can't believe that. And okay. even the third time, like, that movie gets better the more you see it. Tyler, that's uh, the best comic movie of all time. Uh, Spider-Man 2002. Uh, favorite, <laughs> favorite, <laughs> favorite Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh my what god. Do? What are you going to do? You're not going to throw a Green Lantern in there while you're yeah, at say, it? Might as well. You cannot stop me. <laughs> you're real though. Uh, arguably the best. <laughs> I, I, I'm murdered for the rest, the rest of the time. Arguably the best comic book movie is Logan. Like that yeah. just, See, like, Logan's a western movie, it, it, not a comic book it, movie. Like, you can argue that. Hey, what, it, it is, it is hey, what happens in the last ten minutes? Uh, you wouldn't know. <laughs> I know. We talked about that last time. See, I, cr- I do admit, I, no I cried a lot more in Logan than I did in Infinity War. Um, I cried there in that, but that's for other reasons. Like, I saw Logan twice, and as he, as he talked about, when the <laughs> one scene happens, everyone's seen it by now, when Charles dies, Yeah, uh, that hit me twice, and I knew it was coming. Wow. And, and later on, the other thing happens that he hasn't seen yet, and like... That's okay. You know, you know that fe- feeling when your throat is really dry, uh. and then like you know, just all the moisture in your face moves to the front. <laughs> yes, I know. And it, I was just like, oh, 
<laughs> no. You know those movies that you I need to watch it. when you need a good cry? Oh, yeah, you just gotta get it out. I didn't think a comic book movie would be able to be one of those for me, but... Qu- quick Logan. thing about Logan. Uh, Harry cried three times in this movie. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the two of them are really obvious. The yeah, one thing, the, the two things I talked about, and the part where X-23 starts ripping dudes to shreds. He, he cried. He was like, this is beautiful. Yeah, I feel that um, on an emotional level. That's best, right? Yeah, that is best. What's your favorite? Favorite? Uh... We're just can I do can I split them into two Marvel and DC? Sure, yeah. Um, Marvel, uh, Civil War. Okay. It, oh, okay. It, it, really is, good. it is the first truly Avengers movie, in my opinion. I agree with that because okay. Avengers, the first one is Iron Man three. It very much so. And yeah. uh, Avengers two is Iron I Man four. Four. <laughs> Plus a little bit of Cap, starring Cap. You remember the uh, old tie-in or the old uh, team-up uh, comics back in the day? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Cap decided to show up and help Iron Man out a little bit. I see that. Um, yeah. See, I think Avengers is co-starring Thor because you know Loki's the yeah. That's true. Villain. Yeah, that was a huge part of it. Yeah. But yeah, like uh, Civil War is like my favorite. Civil War's great. Easy. Uh, <clears throat> I want to talk about just like. Show, like Marvel just showing what they can do and everything after everybody gave them shit, sorry, <laughs> you know, for, for years about, uh, you know, oh, they're too silly, blah, oh, yeah. blah, blah. Oh, the airport, airport fight scene, it was cool, but they were all joking during it. Uh, as soon as Rhodey goes down, that movie changes. Oh, yeah. the, the, for the last, like, 30 minutes, the uh, last fight scene, there is not a quib, there's, uh, not, there's not a mm, joke, it is, it is... Two, like, it's hard it's to two G.I. Joes fighting Terminator. That's what it <laughs> That's is. <laughs> it's, uh, like, Tony's kind of scary in that last part. Yeah. Like, like, just, like, the way they made the suit move and everything, it's just aggress- aggression. I'm, just, I'm curious. Team Tony or Team... Oh, Cap. Cap all day for me. Uh, I'm a tried and true Stark fan. Stark fan? He, can, he can do whatever he wants. He, he, I'm my mother, how she is to me. I could murder a bunch of people, and she'd be like, oh, that's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's me for Tony Stark. Uh, I mean, that's all you could, not even the second would I ever yeah. remember. Yeah. I love Tony Stark, but man, Cap all day. I'm on the same page as Brian. Like, I super, like, like, I'm a big Iron Man fan. I'm never, you will never hear me say I'm a Captain America fan for the most part. Like, he's okay, but when it Have came to, like, biceps? I, I didn't say he has that every podcast. I didn't say he didn't look attractive. I didn't say he didn't look attractive. Um, but as far as like what I personally believe, as far as superheroes go, like that's the whole point of the mask. This, you don't want uh, other people to know who I'm, you are. I'm, this is one of our biggest couple fights. Yeah, it was. We had a fight <laughs> in the movie theater. I'm dead serious. This is one of our biggest fights. <laughs> I'm Peter Parker in this. Like I know it's wrong, but I'm still on Tony's side. <laughs> I'm Peter I'm, Parker in the comics where he starts that yeah. way. He's like, no, nah, man. I'm uh, I'm Peter Parker from State Around. Like even after the whole thing with Goliath, like eh, I'll get over it. I'll, I'll just take this like every other emotional trauma and just stuff it down. <laughs> in the comics, I'm easily Peter what? Parker. Start so we're gonna off, skip the back the movies, in black phase. No, in the movies, I'm definitely <laughs> not trying to get Aunt May shot. And now, you make a good point. The movies are different. It's a different story. Civil War in the comics is obviously Cap because they just mm-hmm. brought Iron Man as villain. Um, the movies, I think, there's legitimate reasons for both. I yeah. think 
um, easily seen Iron Man. So is this because of what they fight for, or just because of the Captain America? No, because of what they fight for. It was definitely they because of what they fought for. They need to be held accountable. Sprite, what do you think? I mean, have you seen his biceps? <laughs> In the helicopter? Okay. Oh, the helicopter scene. Have you seen Tony Stark's biceps? <laughs> I don't know. They're pretty good, too. Oh, yeah, from, like, the first Iron Man movie when he's, like, sitting there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, they weren't yeah. Bad. He's got good pictorials, but they're kind of... Yeah. I knew that movie would be excellent from the, the, the clip, the first clip they released, which was um, that little conversation they have about when Cap... I forgot what, what, what the dialogue is, but when, when Cap actually articulated his point. In the group, and they're all sitting around. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, it, yeah. It's, it's yeah. the one where he's, uh, said that uh, he wishes he could run from it, uh, but, but he can't. Like, or so, something along those lines where he, sa- he says, like, he wishes he could just ignore things, but he can't. Uh, that's not the part, but that like, part's incredible. Yeah. And then Iron Man says, no, you don't. Yeah. The part when uh, Black <laughs> Widow started talking about how uh, Tony Stark was more right, and he was like, I'm sorry. Uh, Did you just uh, come on, on my side again? a little bit? <laughs> And she was like, oh, God, I regret everything. Because Cap's argument at that part is, um, what if there's somewhere we need to go and they won't let us? Or what if there's somewhere we shouldn't go and they make us? And that's and that's why I'll always be Team Cap. Oh, yeah. I'm very you can't worry so. about what ifs. That's but, like, uh... I'm very pro-American military, but I would never be in the military because you're not going to tell me who to kill and who not to kill. Nobody's going to tell me that. And I think, even though Cap is the most military, and I, I, that's one of the things, that, one of the reasons I think Marvel Cinematic Universe is just an incredible one twenty movie story. Is the flip from Captain Iron Man? Uh, the fact that they just take their position. Ex- expectations have been subverted. Have been subverted. Iron Man's like, like I'm gonna privatize world peace. I don't work for anybody. And now, okay, we should probably be held accountable for this by the government. And Cap is, I'm a soldier boy. Can't wait to go. And he's like, Nah, I'm gonna bring. I'm taking it all. Wherever America. I think it's. I think, and it's such a natural because of the things that happen in the movies. Oh yeah, it's incredible Woo. writing. Uh, anyway, um, we got. What was your uh, like? Uh, what was your best, best uh, conversation? Be, be, best best DC things. Yeah. Uh, the, the best is Dark Knight. They, it just is my favorite uh, DC. My favorite DC movie. Uh, the the warehouse fight in Batman v Superman. Oh. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. I'm not being facetious. <laughs> it is just that they just. It really Arkham. was amazing. It, it's, uh, it is Arkham <laughs> put into real. Put into real. It is a good. Tell movie. me. Like, I don't even care about that. It's just, I've watched that scene so many times. I, almost as many times as I've watched the uh, Daredevil hallway fight scene. I've watched That's that scene also a thousand times. Amazing. Um, we also used to have it on rerun on the TVs at I don't like how, um, I think Batman's way too big in that scene. And he's just, he's too big. He's doing flips. I'm like, you look like you can't do that naturally. That's the only thing that bothers me. Uh, and but the gadget uses it. It looks more natural than Superman's mustache and, and uh, so Justice League. Oh, in the closing argument on that, my favorite Marvel anything live action, Daredevil. The Daredevil series. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Like, you know, I'm, if, I'm if not I'm, far away from that. Oh, if we're talking about there. that, I, I like the Flash DC But that's just my, like, if I'm talking about live action Marvel anything, it's it's Daredevil. Easy. I don't know, like my—I don't even know my answer to be honest. I don't know. There's so many movies that I genuinely love. You gave on. us the question. <laughs> I don't even know if I can answer. And I we've guess. been waiting on you the whole time, but and you're Earth. like, I don't know. I guess my favorite is. I don't. I guess my favorite Civil War. No. You talked about Civil War and Infinity War Winter, Winter more than, than I don't know. I don't anything. know. I think Winter Soldier is the best. I think Winter See, Soldier think... is far and away the best comic movie ever made because I think there's nothing it lacks. 
where sure. Dark Knight is like, in terms of cinematography is a better looking film but hmm. Winter Soldier looks great um, it is well acted Winter Soldier is well acted but um, the script in, in Dark Knight is not good it is a bad script and I think Winter Soldier has got a great script and I also think it's there's very few like there's not many inconsistencies in the plot or in the dialogue it's just very consistent uh, keeps the tone throughout. Um, it, it made everybody a Captain America fan. Nobody liked Captain America until that movie came out. Yeah, they showed what true. he could do. Yep. I'm a Bucky fan. And I'm if you're a fan of the comics, you'd already seen that in the Ultimates and then what they started to make uh, Captain Brubaker's run, which was the Winter Soldier Bucky run. Um, but finally, everybody else got to see why Oz was telling you he's so cool. And finally, they, they showed him. Um, so that's probably, I think, the best film they've made. I think the most impressive film they made is Infinity War because that movie should not exist. The movie should not exist and work. You should not have 30 characters and a plot that brings them together that's natural and makes sense and like it shouldn't work it it's, shouldn't work it's a star sense. vehicle that actually works yeah it's, it's a star semi-truck if you think of the fact that it's uh, you have to bring Thor's world and mix it with the Guardians of the Galaxy with a talking raccoon and a tree baby and <laughs> pig fat pig fat with Winter Soldier and, um, and that is and a man and then you <laughs> take that and you add it to um, another Strange. Doctor Strange in, in a magic world and then you take so you have all that crap to deal with and oh yeah the main character is this guy we've barely even seen so far who's a purple alien with a weird who they've changed chin. by a, Scro a scrotum chin scrotum chin and not only that but intertwining all the different tones into one film into one, yeah, and into making one it work sometimes like it, it shouldn't work and it's think, the best film I'm sorry Dark Knight this, if it works just because I'm thinking of it more, like I think it's, it's it technically it's the most impressive because it shouldn't work I, I, I was like my jaw's on the floor um, and I, I genuinely think the next one will be the best one yet because they've said that and I trust them. Um, but my, <laughs> that was my, my favorite. They haven't hurt you yet. My favorite, I think. Um, no, they've hurt me a lot. I think lot. my favorite Spider-Man Homecoming. I love Spider-Man. I it's love Spider-Man. So it's the best Spider-Man, easily. Easily. It's so fun. It's such a, and every time the reveal happens, yeah. it gets me still. Like, I just, every time he like, looks in the mirror, I'm like, there's so much tension in that part. Like, once you, like, yeah. See, the part that gets me is when he's under the building. Oh, it's incredible! It's like it's the panel come to life yeah. the, in a better way than the comic. Well, not even just that was like that panel. It was, it was how real he sounded. Like he sounded like he was in general well, like distress that, and yeah, pain. The reason the Infinity War's ending works is because of him. If he doesn't have the I don't feel good, Mr. Stark moment, that that ending doesn't work. Because everybody else is like, oh wow, they they just dumped him like that. That's crazy. Yeah. But it's not until he starts to do that it. That you're like, oh god, this is horrible. Because Spider Man's who we all love, and I, I, I cried like baby at that part. Oh yeah. Because he felt it was probably coming. Because he, as a, as we talked about in the last time, he is supposed to represent us. He's every man, yeah. Um, so as soon as he died and had that moment, because it's almost at that point where we're like, how many more movies can, can they, they make? Yeah. And then now it's just like, I don't want to go. And like, obviously, when I watched it, I knew that it's all going to be reversed. But it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, the, they do such a good job of giving me in the moment and getting me in the moment that I don't care that I know the contract. As, as soon as it started. Take a movie and buy the movie. You know what I mean? Don't as look at the contracts and crap. Like, well, how does the movie feel? And that movie story, it's, it's a really ballsy ending to have Thanos sitting there smiling at the end of it. Because he's the hero. And, he told, and it's shot, he's shot like the hero. He's written like the hero. His dialogue to me is incredible. As soon as they started dusting, I was like, I knew, I knew they'd be back. You know, like, Doctor Strange got, what, two more sequels on the way? And he, yeah, was, one, he, he was one of the first ones. But to does, it doesn't matter. Because in the moment, when you're watching the movie, and you're in that theater. Yeah. And the other ballsy thing is the next movie is supposed to take place, what, four years, four years later? I'm one of those people later. that, like, See, I didn't know that. That I makes read more too, men, too much into things, so I'm sitting here like, oh my god, that means if Aunt May's not yeah. dusted, did that, that's, 
Oh, Tony no. Stark's gonna have to go home and tell Aunt May. Or you know, if Ned's not dusted, that's all. There's Peter's so friends are gonna finish high yeah, school. Yeah, they gotta do that him. whole like soldier like, thing where they go up to the house and like he's not coming home. Oh, kill matches. But. Ugh. And the reason I think it's gonna be the best, the better movie, is because it'll be a cat movie, not an Iron Man movie. The last one was an Iron Man movie. The next one will be a cat movie. Cause yeah, Cap's very much. Sideline so. the entire time. Yeah. And, uh, but he doesn't need to be in the, the forefront. Hey. Hey, it's Nomad now. He's, he's not Captain America. Nobody ever said it in the movie. No, I'm glad, because I hate that name. They just um, can't call him Steve or uh, Cap, right? I call him Snake, because oh, he, he, he looks like Snake. He looks like Snake. Have you seen he's his beard? Best. His beard's terrible. Oh, Chris Evans. So so that man um, crushed on him, though. So, that's kind of my least point. favorite stuff. I guess, I'll, before we get off the movie topic of DC versus Marvel, um, we did not talk about the bad Marvel movies, and there are Ooh, a lot of them. Yeah, uh, they are. The bad Marvel? Okay, pre, what's that? Everything oh. pre-MCU was not good, except for maybe Spider-Man. And Ghost like Rider, Spider-Man. Ghost Rider 2, uh, Blade 3. Blade I like, 3 I like Blade trash, 1 and 2. Hot, trash. Like, Blade it was uh, Ryan Reynolds' uh, Electra, uh, audition tape for Deadpool. Daredevil. Oh, was he? Yeah. Daredevil? Like, if, you, if you think of Blade Trinity as Ryan Reynolds' I know, Reynolds, I heard like, Daredevil too. As his like audition for... Deadpool. Like, Deadpool. There we yeah. go. Okay. Okay. We're back on subject. That makes sense. Yeah. Too bad the movie's uh, hot garbage. Uh, Fantastic Tell Four. me, Blade. What are you going to do after you kill all the vampires? First go back to the local Y and teach karate? No, I mean, um, X-Men was pre... X-Men's good. Uh, X-Men 1 and 2 okay. are good. So, I did... I'm a big fan of Kind of Funny. It's a YouTube channel. Um, and they did an MCU interview. So, leading up to um, Infinity War. So, every week I watch one of the Marvel movies leading up to it. So, I watch them all. And mm-hmm. um, they all hold up really well. I was very surprised by it. Very true. Uh, there are aspects of them you wouldn't think so, but with they after that, they did the X Men interview, they did not hold up, and then they did Spider Man interview, and they don't hold up more than I thought. Spider Man one's not very good. No, X Men one, I remember as a very genuinely great film, and yeah. it is not. Mm-mm. It does not hold up at all. <laughs> we I watched was, it on the way to Disney. Two, it like, jumps. Yeah, really I still time. like X Men two. I think it doesn't hold up in a lot of aspects, but I still like X Men three. Is obviously hot garbage. See. X-Men 2 is probably my least favorite in that series. That's insane. Well, I love most of it was like, I enjoyed the first one so much because, like as, as we talked about, it was... mainly about your girl. You talking about Rogue? Yeah. Oh, I love Rogue. But that's just the character itself, not even that that, that actress. Um, yeah. Respectable. But the thing about, like, you, I wouldn't even be able to tell you why, just for whatever reason, I'll watch them, and that one, for whatever reason, is my least favorite. Maybe it's because third has Nightcrawler in it, which is probably one of my favorite characters. Just I like the fact that he he's appeared. In the second, he's in the second. Oh, he was in the second yeah. one, was it? He's not. Definitely get, is he even in the second? Yeah, he. No, no he's not actually. actually. Y'all are right. Well, I'm gonna get my I think two's confused. one you like. I think two's one. You oh like. no, one. two's good. Three's bad. Two opened up with the three uh, opened up really cool with the whole like danger room uh, thing and the. Uh, such a see the X Men ones are the ones I never. Really it really was. That was cool. Two opened up with the Nightcrawler scene where he's kicking the crap. Yeah. It has my favorite, um, what was bef- before the MCU was my favorite um, cinematic moment, which is the invasion of the high- of the uh, school, mm-hmm. when Wolverine actually gets to kill people and scream in their face for the first time. That yeah. like it was that part is incredible. It's the actual Berserker rage for the first time. Um, I love that scene. Although now when you go back and watch it, man, it was poorly edited. With like sound effects were awful. Mm-hmm. I don't know how what they thought, but that 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 one scene where he pins the guy to the fridge, yeah, and screams ah! in his face, and it's like. It hurts to watch it. You're scared. You're literally scared of Hugh Jackman, who's such a likable guy. Yeah, but um, his face turned on and terrifying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly uh, a perfect phrase for that situation. Um, but yeah, X Men, 
those those hold up. But yeah, Marvel had a lot of trash. People talk about DC being bad at movies and Marvel being good at them, but let's not forget that it's historically it, it yeah. did swap. And it, and it did not swap to the to the same level Marvel was at. Like Ghost Rider's worse than Suicide Squad. I don't like Suicide Squad. It sucks to me, but it's not. Uh, it's, yeah. it's not Ghost Rider. It's, it's like, how do we make this traditionally? Super dark character better. Oh, we're just gonna have instead of him actually drinking like a horrible alcoholic, like he actually is. Let's just give him martini glasses filled with jelly beans. Yeah, that, that, that makes him quirky, though. Oh my <laughs> god! Johnny Blaze. That was that was Nick Cage. In my opinion, uh, that's <laughs> problem number one. Nick First, Cage. Hey, <laughs> see, watch Mandy. Mandy's awesome. <laughs> Mandy's awesome. Uh, I like him in huh? Sorcerer's Apprentice. I, I know it is. <laughs> One that to watch. All of, you need, all of you need to watch Mandy. Mandy's incredible. If you haven't seen Mandy, it's the best. It's first of all, it's Nick Cage being in Nick Cage. But have you that. seen The Wicker Man? I have, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it for different reasons. Um, but yeah, Suicide Squad's not good. But oh, uh, you take it back. But better than better than um, like Ghost Rider was real bad. But it wasn't it wasn't Nick Cage's fault. He no. tried. He tried. It was a combination of what makes many superhero movies bad. The best so, part of that movie is Caretaker. A bad, <laughs> yeah, bad screenwriter, bad script, bad director, bad pretty much like, and I producers. I don't even want to say it's a bad director. It's just a wrong director. Yeah. Like, uh, Simon Birch is okay. <laughs> it's a weird movie. That's what he did before that. Uh, um, but it's, yeah. Um, but, I, but I wanted to end on that note for movies that people give Marvel a lot of credit now because they deserve it. Um, but let's not forget that they had some really and, and cool one that fell too. through a wormhole, uh, Venom. I haven't it, seen it, it yet. It, it showed up like this is a, a this is movie. a pre MCU movie. It, that's exactly what it is. When, it, when you and go back and watch Spider Man, like I did, like, this should have just been Spider Man Four. And it dropped movie. into a like a time warp. I don't and it showed up now. Do you have heard good things? No, it is a watchable movie. <laughs> it's watchable. Watchable. Like, oh God. It is a bad movie. It is a bad movie. Did I? Was I bored? You will love it. Was I bored? <laughs> I do not mean that. Um, like, That's not what I mean. It is, a, it is a bad movie. Is it watchable? Yes. Is it entertaining? Yes. Was I bored? No. Did I like it? Yes. <laughs> okay. See, that's. A, You're did also I like an lord, so Venom's a perfect movie. Great, my movie's it's on. Not, did I enjoy it? It's not. Yes or no? You make it sound like it's a really good film, but the way you said it. It's, See, like, all of y'all enjoyed not. Doctor Strange. I did not enjoy Doctor Strange. I didn't think it was this, a good movie. Did you movie. find it boring? Yes. That's she fell asleep this, in the theater. I fell asleep. Wow. There's so many things. I was there with y'all. I fell asleep oh, halfway through the movie. There's so many things wrong with it. But I love it. <laughs> you know how like, you can like Suicide Squad because you can be uh, captivated by Jared Leto and um, what's the actress? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. You can like, and they even Will Smith. Like those three, like, uh, you can like their performances and think the movie's bad, which is what I do. I think they're, I think they're fine in their roles. Like they're all Margot Robbie's always interesting. Will Smith's pretty cool in it. Movie's garbage. I felt the same thing about Venom. I didn't think it was that as bad as Suicide Squad, but it's bad. Uh, people are saying things that humans don't talk like. <laughs> it's just poorly written dialogue. For the simple-minded people like myself, give me a number out of ten. You you will think it is a seven. Because I just... I would think it's a seven. Uh, it, uh, is, it is a four that you will think is a six and a half out of seven. Um, you will wow. The most relatable. Power. I've heard Meaning that there is more chemistry between the symbiote and Eddie than there is in any character in Marvel. <laughs> Uh, that's more than Vision and Scarlet Witch. That one's forced. The Vision yeah. Scarlet Witch one is forced. Yeah. The ending of that, I, I bought it at the last second. I'm like, okay. 
Yeah. Maybe there is something. They, it's like, it, they did it because they had to, and then it ended up working. Yeah. Like, it's, it, it took three movies, but... They, did, they needed another movie with it. To, the to most forced thing is definitely, like, Black Widow and Hulk and that. Like, that, is, that just came out of nowhere. Either. I don't know, man. I no, it's the worst. I think it works in a weird way. No. It, it works. It's the not reason like it works best, is because but... Avengers 1, when he meets her for the first time, like, when she goes to, like, collect him or whatever, like... There's a little the sexual tension there. Mm. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Um, but I just don't like it because of the characters. Like, that's, not a, that's not a pairing that makes sense for me. I feel like and, uh, I also feel like they kind of just took Widow and they just threw her around. If anybody, like, she needs to be with Cap, not with Peggy's niece. Because, like, uh, like, you know, Iron Man 2, it was like, let's throw her at Tony. And then uh, Aven- uh, Avengers, let's like tease this thing with Hawkeye, which ended up being like a completely different that's what I like. Captain about America, Winter Soldier. Yeah. See, yeah. that's the most chemistry I've seen her with. Well, but Anybody once again, I think it's written really well because they yeah. throw her at Iron Man, uh, at Tony, and she's like, no. And yeah. it's like, and I think that's that's awesome because he's gonna go after any girl that's attractive. No. I mean, he's not he's not go all the way <laughs> with or like, but he's gonna look at her. Like, yeah, definitely. Which he does, and she's uh, gorgeous, my dude. Um, mm. And then with Cap, there's definitely legit chemistry there, but you're also. They both know it's not possible because he's a really, really good dude, and she's not a really good person. We, I love her; she's an incredible yeah. character. But like, it's, it would never work. She's a spy. And she's a, she's <laughs> a like bad by nature type thing, even though she's a vegan, whatever. Um, but then the whole thing was just—it it was a little forced for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad they kind of went away from it, but it, I, they definitely planted the seed. Um, but yeah, but what you heard about <laughs> what you heard about Venom and the symbiote, and then and then uh, Tom Hardy is pretty spot on because it's weird how they. It's yeah. a weird. It's a, it's a bad. It's movie. a weird movie. It's a bad movie. Uh, but you all like the, it. Uh, part where he eats the chicken leg out of the trash can feels relatable for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no doubt. So to wrap to wrap up the movie part for sure. Um, let's talk about third time saying that. I just I just what time we at? What time we at? Uh, I don't know. We're at about an hour. That's not bad. I keep thinking about just some going down, and it just keeps like killing me right now. That's well, all I can think of with Black Widow. Sounds going but down. But I keep thinking Thor made it. Sounds going down, big guy. <laughs> And that's that's why it's worth it. That it's, joke is that's, so good. It's Ragnarok so the first good. time. And it's so good in Deadpool. And, and they say it like I forgot about it, Deadpool. Totally forgot about that. And they do so it like real love again. <laughs> and they're doing it like three or four times in the movie and every time it's the funny. The fact that they call back to it twice is insane. It's so Ragnarok. It shouldn't work the second time. Sun's going down real low. It's going it's down real low. <laughs> that first time in the arena is it, it, oh, it was incredible. Yep. Made fun of a thing that didn't work right. That's what it feels like. I love so much oh. that whole scene. Anyway, um, <laughs> why, in your opinion, I'm going to start with Alex on this. Oh. Why is the MCU working and why is the DCU not working? I already said it, Disney. But take Disney. Oh. What specifically <laughs> are they doing? So take ownership and take the people out of it. What is, what is, well, you can't take the people out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is, what is it about this working versus what's not working? The balance between pulling your heartstrings, making you laugh, and making relatable characters. I feel these DC characters now in these movies, I don't know, it just doesn't feel genuine. Okay. I think that's a good call. And some of them are funny. Like, I laughed a lot. I like Suicide Squad. Sue me. Yeah, Alex likes it. really love that movie. She likes the movie. But I didn't. Huh? You are evil. Okay, see, that's what I mean, though. That's not genuine. Yeah, yeah. It's not genuine. It was very... Will Smith, acting veteran of what? 
25 years and he let this happen. If that yeah, whole, like, it. scene was, like, a comic panel and the exact same words were there, would it work better? Absolutely. Okay. And I don't think that scene's bad. I, I haven't I seen it, so bad. I don't know. I don't think that seems bad. I think everything that Enchantress does ever is awful. But I don't think. I don't think. I think Will Smith's fine. Shakira, Shakira. She's one of those uh, things that's at the car dealership. dealerships. Uh, yeah, the wacky, wacky way of playing ball. Smiling Kidman. But and I thought. I think Balance is a good. I thought. I really enjoyed Wonder Woman, and I thought she was very genuine. But the ending was very Thank rushed. you. Thank uh, you. The, the ending, ending is the, the worst part of that The last fight movie. is the epitome of superhero uh, blockbuster. Like, if you um, if they stretched out that movie another hour and built more to it, Ares was out of nowhere. It would have been a great. He doesn't movie. come out of nowhere, but like the, the yeah, the thing you see as Ares. The first half of the movie, it was a great movie until the end. CGI heavy, and she beats him with this big thing. I have a weird. I hate the boosh. I hate I this. Don't like I, yeah, I'm not crazy about it. I don't like what he did. Was the, he crossed his arms and made like the little thing with shockwave? I don't like it either. Um, I like. I don't like the first part of the movie. Really? Sincere, I don't like that part. Everybody else loves it because I think it's overwritten once again, and it's not a believable place to live. That's it's the whole pretty. point of it, though. Well, no, like it's it should look like a place that exists. Yeah. Like it, like Greece. It, it, yeah, it should look like a real yeah. lived in like. The, and to be fair on both it, sides, Asgard's that way in part one. It's a Thor uh, is not Asgard's not a real place. It does not look like a place that has any culture or any type. It's of, a uh, video game city. It's a video game. Yes, it's a video game city. Um, but then Asgard they fixed. Even in Dark World, even though the movie's not great. Well, they, they fixed, fixed it, it, and then now it's not there. Now they really fixed it. Uh, but yeah, Wonder Woman. I don't like the first I'll part. I feel like Wonder Woman also goes back to what you were talking about at the beginning with the representation and all that stuff. Yeah. It's the first Wonder Woman movie, and of all these years. Oh yeah. This was the first time she, which is absurd. Was in other than yeah. if you're not counting absurd. Batman versus Superman, of course she was in that. Yeah, but this was no. her first. Yeah. It was like movie. we talked about team and up, it like was starring. directed by women. Which is all the yeah. costume department, women like. And you can you can see it, it on the it, screen. And it, and, and then you, then you can, get to the Batman or <laughs> the Justice League. The costume department was men, directed by uh, men, and the costumes were completely different. Yeah. For theme, for, for the, the women, the Amazon. and yep. it, it you can tell showed and the most obvious thing to me in terms of having a woman's eye or having at least a, a woman nearby <laughs> was the way they frame um, Gal Gadot in uh, Justice League. And oh yeah, it's always on her butt. Of, it's absurd, and it's like. She's really attractive. Obviously, one, probably one of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. And she's incredible. Um, but like, there's they were able to do that in Wonder Woman, and she came off as regal and empowered, mm-hmm. and she comes off as um, like a gone in sixty seconds character. Or yeah. something. Like, she's just and Justice another and, another and Nick Cage reference here. She was a genuine character, she which was. is lacking in DC. But then in Justice League, it's oh my boyfriend's dead, and I don't know how to yeah. cope, even though he died like you know. Justice League. And several they, decades and they did ago. the same exact boom joke from Avengers. Like, yeah, Come on, he, twice. Here's the thing uh, on, I, do, I do enjoy about Justice League the movie. I think the uh, chemistry between Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot is really good. Have, yes. you, have you seen that since it came to theaters? Um, yes. I watched it on HBO HBO Now about two months ago, and I could not believe how awful that movie was. I remember thinking that wasn't that bad. I just yeah. watched it on Facebook. Yeah, we were in We the... were thinking the same thing. We really loved it the first time, and then we went and watched it when it came out on DVD, and we were like, The second half uh, is awful. It's it insane. is awful. Um, but yeah, so Alex says um, balance and genuineness of characters. Yes. That's an excellent answer, Ray. Thank you. 
What's so, for me, I think it's uh, it's it's partly what she said. There's definitely like a balance they don't have to it. Like I talked earlier, like we see Shazam um, flossing, and then we still see like Batman, like in the Batman versus Superman, Freaking people shooting like, someone, like shooting people and like branding them and I'm stuff. I'm gonna stop you there. There's um, one question about that. Uh, Marvel has a raccoon with a machine gun, the baby tree, and it has a Winter <laughs> Soldier. So the, they pulled it off. So what, it's it's not a tonal thing then, right? It is. Because in the movie where you have all that, they kind of set up what you expect. Remember you said that um, when you get to me. Because I, like, okay. I, I want to keep it in my... You told about Winter Soldier and stuff like that, but like the first uh, the first Captain America movie, he was a soldier. They shot people. Yeah. Like, it wasn't it wasn't something that came out of like nowhere and wasn't like that total shift. Okay. Um, because Guardians of the Galaxy obviously is a lot more comedic than the other movies, but they started it off with this very like emotional like heart thing like it didn't just completely take the tone away from everything Shazam, else i just think Shazam's um, a weird example because it's just a new movie a different thing and I don't, i'm excited I don't about Shazam. I, well, I I too. I aquaman is also trying to aquaman get with that a little bit um but i think more importantly than anything and this is just my personal yeah. opinion obviously um i think it's timing of the characters um timing what do you mean i mean intros obviously we all know who batman is we all know who um wonder woman so that is if you're a comic book fan at least you know who these characters are they are the trinity um and before we got avengers we had movies that led up to this you it gave you time to learn how a character reacted to other people so, set up certain tones Versus we just kind of threw Batman into this universe. Obviously, we all know who Batman is, so you kind of don't expect it to clash as bad as it does. But we don't really get a good setup of why he's the way he is. Because so this is definitely... This is a different what, Batman. Yeah. What, what you're saying is what everybody's been saying since uh, Batman v Superman. They're pl- trying to play catch-up. It, yeah. it definitely is a catch-up thing, but there's ways of doing it if you don't. Like, clearly, we have... Spider-Man Homecoming. We didn't have a reboot of Spider-Man. Um, but God. we had little tidbits of them in other movies that led into it. What I, think's, I think that's a... I wish we had a seven-hour podcast because this could literally go forever. I think that what's so interesting about that is that Spider-Man and Civil War has nothing to establish in them. Mm-mm. Here's a kid with his aunt who's attractive <laughs> and he's um, he's got spider powers. That's cool. And it does not belong in the movie. It doesn't fit in the movie, but it works in the movie. I don't understand why it works. Also, it works in the movie. He, he, both came out the same year, yeah. 2016. That's right. Uh, weird parallels here. Huge uh, ones. So, Batman, still very fresh in people's minds. Yes. You know, what, 2012 is yeah. when Rises came out? Yep. Everybody and their mom knows who Batman is. Everybody, know, everybody and their mom knows why Batman is the way he is. Exactly. Alleyway, gun. Parents, boom. Could go uh, the rest of my life you, without watching Uncle you, you, Ben and the Wayne. You know, die. you know what? You didn't see Uncle Ben die you yet did. in the MCU. Guess who you did see die again? I remember. In I remember in Batman New Superman. Negan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I and Maggie, seeing, there it again. <laughs> and Batman, yeah, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, it's right. You're right. Yeah. It's right. <laughs> disgusting. Uh, I remember watching the most intimate. Besides the Flash I think that, I was out at that point. I was like, that sucks. <laughs> I was like, that's a that's, Bes- that's bad. Besides slow motion on the pearls again? Are you yeah. kidding me? God, I'm so frustrated. About I could go the rest of my life 
Yeah, I, I, I audibly scoffed. We, we haven't even heard <laughs> the name Uncle Ben yet. Huh? They haven't even said his name. No. Even though we all know what it's called. Also, another weird parallel in both these movies that came out the same year, Batman and Spider-Man, they both said a bad word, the same word, that I can never see either of these characters saying. But Gob and Spider-Man says hey, it's incredible. What's yeah. that What's that word start with? It starts with an S. It's oh, a, snap. It's the, the poopy word. Oh. <laughs> and literally... I said it earlier I, in the podcast. I genuinely feel like that his, his S word in Civil War is the one of the funniest things Marvel's ever done. It Like, the whole entire audience is thinking it mm-hmm. and it's just such a perfect thing but back to what you were talking about two things there's a review from um and that's one of my favorite reviews ever it's infinity war review from somebody who's never seen a marvel movie <laughs> and then my dad <laughs> they're my, your dad there's that interview uh, review uh, you should look it up it's an incredible review and my dad who doesn't know any of this stuff both of them watched infinity war and both of them love the movie and none of that should work like you guys don't have a clue. Here's a raccoon guy, and here's a guy who's a god, but is he a god? And he goes to this place to get a hammer built by a dwarf, but he ain't got hands. Like I said, nothing makes sense. <laughs> but for some reason, both of my dad and the reviewers like, I want to see those other movies now. And that's what they couldn't do. So I don't think they needed the intro time. There's a way to do it. And what is the way to do it? Without setting up anything in other movies. Let's say somebody comes to you and says, Race, you've got to make, uh, we got to catch up to Avengers, make Justice League, but make us care. How do you do it? So, obviously, I'm no director. Right. I, I occasionally <laughs> write books and stuff, but that's that's beside the point. Beside. There's definitely different ways of writing either. Um, but I, I would say if there's a way of doing it, there's certain things you have to do. Um, you almost, like Spider-Man, we never saw, like you are saying, we never saw Uncle Ben. I think you just either set them up the way they are and you give just enough like pretext to let just be the way it is like you kind of just accept because like in Infinity War it is such a fast paced movie that you almost don't have time to think of wait like why is this guy here why is this going on because there's just so much stuff you want to be because it's good it's good actors it's good everything they have a way of still enveloping you in what's going on um they, I think it also says something with even though you might not have seen the previous movies, they have been working together for ten years. They have ten years worth of it, chemistry. It comes off, and I think the fact that you make it a movie about Thanos is one. Also, this this is probably going to be a little bit reaching. I think you can tell if you just watch that, you can tell they tell a story with each character on the way they behave. For sure. And, and, and if you do not know anything about them and you went in there watching I think you have a good idea of who is who and what they're about I think in, uh, in Justice League uh, every time a clip comes up it's quip time mm-hmm. and in Marvel that clip's telling you something that quip is telling you something that the whole yeah. scene about Thor laying down being the hot pirate prince or whatever <laughs> the it hot tells you it gives you personality it's like a, it's like a you know who Jax is had it's a like, baby with an angel like it tells you everything you know about every character the fact that Rocket really doesn't care like everything um, everything's there um, and in Justice League, I like the Flash in Justice League. I do. I think eh. it's a cool version. I like how he's a little autistic. He's just a little off. Like I, I really like how they kind of made him different, um, without really anything else. Um, Aquaman comes off as nothing but a bro. Like here's just. I love this Aquaman. I like the I love the actor, and I think he could be great, but he's not given him a chance. You see, to. I feel I feel a little bit different on that, because mm-hmm. um, I think they actually set up Aquaman. 
pretty well for the most part. Yeah. Um, because they kind of told you they didn't have to give too terrible. Obviously, there's that whole scene where which, they're in the bubble and stuff, which is scene. horrible. Take that um, out. Maybe I'll lock Aquaman more, but that's a terrible scene. But for the most part, the scene of him going down the pier though. When you uh. When he shows up, when he shows up, and you kind of get that conversation between, you instantly realize like, okay, this guy's a little bit sarcastic. He doesn't want anyone to know who he is. You kind of get the whole thing of until Atlantis gets like attacked, you can you kind of get this same feeling that they're gonna set up in the new Aquaman movie. He doesn't really feel like he belongs there he does stuff there he helps the people on land because no one else helps them but he kind of has this little disconnect that you always have at the beginning of an aquaman story and i think uh, aside from how they kind of enter him and move him like yeah. i hate that entire bubble scene you it's just a, heard bad. that <laughs> but other than that they set him up for the most part really well i can accept what that I is think they set him up but and then he is a he, they, they set him up as comic aquaman but he's a surfer dude, and it doesn't work. I think it works. If you change his origin, and then it doesn't make sense. If he if he lives among people and uh, adopts that culture and stays there all the time, had he been with more broish type people, it would have worked. Yeah, like, he's uh, with old fishermen and people who like it doesn't. It doesn't if you if you it's one of the things if you like start to think about it, it's like why, why is he acting the way he's acting? I think they they set up an interesting character, and then match it with a personality. They we have to get this personality. We just have to have. This guy who's funny, and I, I don't think Aquaman was the right call. I do love the performance, and I don't want to see Aquaman because I think that is a more interesting version of the character. But I wish they tied to a different origin. I think that's a, that's a, that's a key. Well, thing. he's also shocked that he got Aquaman. If I remember correctly, he thought he was going to be Lobo. <laughs> he would have been a he would have been a good. Oh Lobo. man, been a great Lobo. I know Lobo at least. <laughs> but because for me, I think they tried too hard with Flash. Because obviously we have Grant Gustin in the TV series. Yeah. Um, it is, and I'm not gonna pull like it's a Hugh Jackman situation where we're like, oh my God, no one else can be the Flash. But I think they tried a little too hard they to differentiate himself. That's the easiest, differentiate fix. Himself. The easiest, the easiest, easiest fix in the world. Not make him Wally. Make him Wally. I totally agree with that. I also, th- see, I think it was smart. You got to go hard left from from the TV show. You already like it's just like if they did a Green Arrow movie, it couldn't be Batman again. It's got to be no. the Green Arrow from the comics where he's a, 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 and a cheap knockoff Batman. That's cool. And well, that you care about. in the comic books, he's also closer to like a quippy person. Like he's yeah. more of just makes way more. Oh guy. yeah, he's a funny guy. And uh, gee, I don't like the Green Arrow TV show. Like, like much to his shit. disappointment. I like the show, but I like the character from the comics way better. I'm a huge Green Arrow fan, and I yeah. like the yeah. real version much better. Me too. The bleeding heart liberal, yeah. down with the down with the corporations kind of guy. I love, I love that. So even Flash, in the you know as different as he is in Justice League, has the exact same origin as the TV show one. My dad's in prison. There, there's some, there's some messed up thing about that. Like he, they he, he didn't kill my mom. They should have been. Yeah, should have yeah. gone, gone Wally for sure. Uh, so, I guess I'll go into yeah, what your, I think. Your verses. They, all right. So, um, here's what uh, Marvel has that DC doesn't. Kevin Feige. Well, that's that is uh, the correct answer. So that's the right he, answer. You know, you know who uh, until recently, you know who DC had as their Kevin Feige? Zack Snyder. Yeah. No, he was. So and I like Zack. So saying, going like back Zack to the whole Snyder. super violent Batman, that could have been cool. But the way Zack Snyder does things, he, 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 it's very deliberate on everything oh, that he absolutely. does. 
he want he's always said he's wanted Batman to kill people. He's always wanted Batman to be this like yeah. the Punisher with a cape. Yep. Um, <laughs> and you can tell it happens like, in the comic books every so I often. Know, and you, and and you know, I a lot hate of it. a lot but, of defenses I see about and none of them are accurate. That Batman is like it's something different. It's something different. He it's kills in the comics. Yeah. Batman doesn't kill. I don't care what he like, says. In the I first don't believe episode. in the no kill rule, but I believe Batman follows the yeah. no kill that's, rule. That's, that's the thing. And you don't. Because that's Batman the thing you. That's the thing you love and hate about I can him. Buy, if he doesn't kill someone after Jason Todd, Batman doesn't kill. I can buy. And that's what they're showing the, in the movie that this yeah. Batman does kill. No, Batman sucks because he didn't kill people. It's just like let him have his thing. That's a weakness. And going back to the other thing, I can buy that while Frank Castle is crying on a grave somewhere in the universe, there's a tree and a talking right here. <laughs> yeah, I can buy. It I too. can buy that, but I can't buy the Batman thing. That's how you know my priorities are real messed up. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I um, totally agree. Kind of like quick video game aside, kind of goes into my whole thing of being a Metal Gear fan. I can believe the whole nano machine nonsense and the psychic powers bull, yeah. but as soon as Ocelot starts whipping out self hypnosis, I'm out. <laughs> My, the dumbest thing, like quick aside, Metal Gear Solid Two when he points the head at me for the name, I was like, "Come on, it's a, it's a stupid joke, but don't do it in the story. This is like serious. Quit." Um, <laughs> Steven, but what works me. and what doesn't? I've been quiet for a while. You have been. That's why I'm <laughs> you next. Like, I wanted to find a like a point to interject, but I just couldn't because I didn't have anything to say, really. <laughs> um, but we're going back to the what works with Marvel. Why is Marvel successful? Why is okay, not right so now? from my point of view, okay, I'm basically <laughs> it's chemistry, obviously, okay. That's a huge and I'm it's chemistry. And if you really think about it, like okay, if you're watching Justice League, you're wanting to see a character kick butt, right? Yeah. You want to see him kick butt. In Marvel, you want to see the characters kick butt. I want to see. I want to see this character and this character together. I want to see this one and this one. And it may be because like there's a, a lot of them, but there's also in Justice League you want to see them individually kick butt, which is kind of weird. It doesn't seem like a team to me. That's so there's really no chemistry that goes back to it. They don't feel very much it. like a team in the comics to me. Honestly, yeah. they they do their own thing they and then come the together. Movie, in the cartoon, yes. Yeah. 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 But in the comics, there's a part. In the Justice League cartoon, where Superman and Batman are casually talking while they're just picking these dudes apart, and there's a part where like Superman grabs this guy and just holds him lightly in place, and Batman just punches the crap out of him, and they're just casually talking like and stuff like that. So I'm gonna pull a uh, Dragon Ball reference here: a power scaling. Heck yeah, heck yeah, dude. There's too much of power between Superman and everybody else, essentially. And of course, Wonder Woman, you can put her in the conversation too. And it doesn't seem like they just go together. It just seems like. How do you reconcile the Hulk and Black Widow? Or the Hulk and Hawkeye? No, it's the Hulk and. How, how do you reconcile the Hulk and Black Widow or the Hulk and Hawkeye? Like, there's just more characters. There's just a lot to fill in the gap. About the power scale wise. Well, how do I rank them? No, how do you relate? So you said it's an issue in Justice League because right. you have Superman. But then you have Wonder Woman in between, then you have Batman. Well, right. Then you I, have Walkman who's pretty strong, and Flash who's the fastest person in the world. In Avengers, you have um, one guy who can break the world in half, the Hulk, like he's that strong. Um, you have Iron Man who's extremely powerful. Can make anything that he wants. And then you have a bunch of, a bunch of normal people. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be a problem in that. Why um, do you think that is? I think, if you don't mind. Go ahead, go first. Um, what I think they did a good job of. And part of this is how they filmed it. Um, like the fir- even though, yes, Hawkeye is in Thor one, barely. Forget about Thor. The most yeah. important one, the actual god. <laughs> yeah, the actual oh, god. Um, 
they do a good job of like you mentioned Hawkeye when he becomes bad yeah. and they set up that entire scene of what he can do even though he's just a guy with a bow and arrow yeah. they set him up that even though this guy isn't super strength he's not a god but he has this inhuman way of using this bow and arrow to literally take out whatever he wants like even loki like he knows loki's gonna catch this arrow it's gonna explode in his face he took out he knew exactly how to fire this thing to shut off the helicarrier there's lots of things they did to set it up that this guy may just be a dude with a bow and arrow which i mean of course the whole point he can do more than just shoot a bow and arrow but they set up as a way to where he doesn't seem inferior um they just do a good way of like he was saying power scaling like we saw of course you talked about the scene where batman comes in at the end of batman versus superman eliminates that entire place but those are a lot of thugs like they're not big baddies that we've seen really um so the fact that hawkeye kind of had that whole thing where he took out the entire helicarrier with thor everyone else on it it became yeah with the usb arrow um we had this whole thing of like oh doesn't matter what your powers are this guy can find a way to mess you up versus batman we're like until he put on the armor or whatever it was like we could clearly see this dude's outmatched and we still see him outmatched in the next movie there's never a time where batman seems like he's got the upper hand on anyone that is he's, he's basically be, like his power in the justice league movie is being bossy yes <laughs> well like on the, because in the comic really, books really the way they, they marvel did it is they gave him the right tasks yeah because yeah. in at the end of the fight it's a uh, hulk thor and iron man go fix the problem we'll try to save some people like it, it doesn't try to power scale we can't handle this you go yeah. kill people that we can't touch and we'll try to grab a couple people and help out and maybe i'll shoot an arrow and loki maybe i'll knock him off for a minute but it lets them do little people things mm-hmm. and who's the person that knocks uh, hulk out of it black widow the regular person and she's running from Hulk yeah. because, oh my God, I'm about to die from the thing I can't touch. Like, the writing in it is incredible how they actually do that. Steve, um, they play to the strengths extremely well League, and also the weaknesses extremely I'm, well. In Justice League, they all fight the same monsters. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I just, they all yeah, punch at the same distance. You, you haven't talked in a while, so I'll let you go. <laughs> Another thing with the Marvel that I, I, it just hit me is the villains are much more. It's, which is weird to me because in the comics, I love the DC villains oh, much more. But in the movies... The, the villains are much more likable in Marvel than you can, like, Emily. I'm sitting here trying to think of the villains here's, that they did in the DC movies, and I'm like, the thing. Eh. Steppenwolf was hot garbage. They killed uh, them all. I, I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm sure. Lex Luthor. I'm giving DC a lot of hell. Jesse Luthor Michael Shannon is Zod. <laughs> was great, was great. That, that's, that's the best villain that's the best had. DC movie in my opinion. Uh, I know that's a weird that, thing to that, say. No, that's that's not a weird thing because like I completely forgot it when I was talking I think thinking super, about it. I think, what's it called? What's Man, it? Of Steel. Man of Steel. I think Man of Steel is a good is a pretty good sci-fi movie. It's just a bad Superman movie, but it's yeah. a good sci-fi movie. It was, uh, yeah. The like fair. The last fight, as ridiculous as it is, and just all the problems I have with yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Uh, just like his lines and that entire thing. He was like, uh, you know, he's like, I was trained, you know, to be oh. the best warrior on my planet. He's like, where did you train, Cal? A farm. He's incredible. <laughs> He's uh he really I will find you. Yeah, he, 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 he hams it up, but it's it's he's incredible. Dude, and then in Marvel you have Loki, Loki you have Killmonger. Killmonger's, Killmonger's oh yeah, so good. Marvel's 
like gets a bad rep for their villains, but they, they've been but knocking it out of the park these last. I few. don't want to say anything because I want to talk about characters last. Okay. Uh, okay. That's the last part of the podcast. Okay. Okay. Quick characters. thing on power scaling for yes. you though. All right. So this, this, this is a this is a this is a comics thing exclusively. Yes. Now, all comics, DC, Marvel, Image, uh, Dark Horse, yes. everybody who, has, totally a, who has a shared universe. When someone is writing the char- character solo, they make them strong as hell. Of course, yeah. And they keep doing it. And, uh, like, they make Batman, you know, like, I got a plan for everything. I got, you know, I got, Contingency. I got contingencies for my contingencies. <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman, <laughs> I'm pretty much as strong as Superman. Guess what? I got magical weapons, so I can put the guy down if I wanted to. Yeah. And you can't lie to me. I'm just God. I'm just God. Uh, Flash, I can think of an autosecond. Are you talling but, you about know, the um, comic series where they literally made everyone a God? Yeah, so, it's, it's so comics, you know, but once they get together and you know, one writer has to write for all these people, it's like, I gotta dumb these guys down. I'm a big fan of... Um, DC, I think, is more... Guilty of that because of how strong they've made everybody. I just wish in the movies, I wish they would do the Grant Morrison version of Justice League. Make Batman stupidly ridiculous smart. Mm-hmm. Like, so much that it's a, it's a superpower at this point. He's so above everybody uh, else's control. Batman's, Batman's power is... Which he doesn't do anything of in the movies, and I hate it. That's why Ben Affleck's Batman. Only Batman. in the game. Batman's power... power. Be a detective, dude. Figure I like that. Batman being my favorite Batman. PC character, like one of my favorite Batman. fictional characters. His power is that he's insane. He's, he's, he's an insane, he's, obsessive, he's, compulsive he's, guy. He's, uh, Wait, sorry. Batman. Batman. Okay. So, you know, Joker, you know, his power is that he's insane. Guess what Batman's power is? Being obsessively insane. <laughs> That's a really good point. Insanely obsessive. But in the movie, he's a detective because he figures out that the um, the little flying guys, what they called? The parademons. The parademons uh, are from the mother box because when they die, they leave a picture of a mother box. Yeah. It's the worst, it's the worst written thing I've ever I'm seen. I'm detective. Hey, <laughs> that looks like a box. There's a line that says, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it. Please say it. He says, some kind of box. He basically asks Alfred, like, but if they put something inside it, like it's a box, like it's the worst thing in the world. And here's a nano box. Hey, hey. You can put anything inside of it. It's awful. Hey. <laughs> that was a reference to Suicide Squad. If y'all didn't pick it up on that. Hey. Thank you. It's box. <laughs> hey, box. Great box. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, Major. I just feel safe inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, actually. Um... I'm sorry for throwing it in so much. Don't worry, I did Metal Gear Rising Revenge. Like, Again! <laughs> Bam! I said it. That's like 15 podcasts oh, in, a row. in a row. Thank you. Anyways. Uh, Who else were we? I think, I think we all did. I think that's it. Now I need to say. Yeah. Like, separation. He went like right to me, or did you go first? I, I did the whole. Uh, Kevin Feige. Yeah. yeah yes, um, okay. So, but, you know, quick thing on the power scaling. I think DC is more guilty. Doing that. Yeah. That's from just a comic book. Ah, uh, totally agree. Because just to like bring that thing up, you were telling earlier about how like Batman's gotten to a point where he's like he's got contingencies for his he's, contingencies. He is, he, except he in is the smart god. Like uh, Superman, strong god. Batman, smart god. Like, then, yeah, <laughs> Flash, fast god. But you see, <laughs> one of the best things like Ultimate I remember <laughs> from the comic books is because Iron Man kind of became that for a while with like the Hulk Buster and stuff like that. There's an there's a comic where Thor brings like this gem essentially from his planet. He's like, "Here, Mister Stark, this will bring power to the planet." Blah blah blah. Y'all won't have to worry about you know exhausting your resources. Yeah. All right, 
pop quiz. What do you think Iron Man does with it? He makes a weapon out of it. Yeah. Of course. Uh, he makes a weapon. He's like, oh, thank you. Maybe I can make this to make a Thor buster. Thor and the throw. first thing that happens is Thor comes in. They fight. Thor breaks it. Proves everything that he could plan. It will not go according to plan. I think that's one of the coolest things like in the, one of the further comic books is that they tried that. Like They were like, oh, we kind of have a parallel here between Iron Man and Batman, and they immediately destroy it. Which, yeah, I think that's a, a very good. Game. I want those two separate. I want them to be semi-characters as well. Iron Man and Batman. I, I, by the way, I hate Marvel Snap. That's why I thought. Yeah, that's why Black Panther. Uh, it's not Iron Man. What about Moon Knight? Moon Knight. <laughs> Moon Knight literally <laughs> yeah. isn't Batman. That's just a huge ripoff. Yeah, it's just a crazy one. But yeah, Black Panther's way more. Uh, I mean, Deadpool is. Slade and but they're so different. Yeah, yeah uh, he pulls a rip off of Deadpool. Quick, uh, himself. Quick fact for you: uh, my favorite DC villain is Deathstroke. Deathstroke's dope, dude. Yeah. The best part of the DC I like him in Teen Titans. Him in the boat. Yeah. At the very end of Justice League, uh, like, him in the boat. I was like, oh my god, we're finally gonna see. And that is something I think DC can capitalize on if they want to do something different from Marvel. Instead of doing Dark Side, who will just be like Thanos. Yep. Uh, even though Thanos is a a. Uh, Admittedly, you know the creator admitted that he ripped off Darkseid. It's a huge Darkseid bro. As soon as you put him in, people are going to get too late now. Yep, it's too late now. Had to go first. They are doing some. They can do something that Marvel surprisingly hasn't done, done yet. Evil team. Yeah, like they have not awesome. done a Dark Avengers. They Actual done Justice League. In, in Justice League, they can do that. Oh, if they could pull off a Dark Avengers out of nowhere, that, that would be. They've awesome. already said that's probably what is going to be in their next phase. Wait, that. you serious? Well, they were yeah. trying to do then a would it be? Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. When yes. they were doing the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, the next movie was going to be a Sinister Six. Uh, they did that's that just, the whole, Amazing yeah. Spider-Man too. The whole purpose of that was to set up Sinister Six. It should have been, been two films <laughs> in a band of Sinister Six. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, I want to say one last thing about that. Um, what I think is, I, I, I guess I didn't say mine. I just trying to realize that. Good lord. Um, <laughs> this is like twice. Forget, I keep forgetting. Yeah, this. Yeah. 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 I want to start next time. Yeah, you're the host. Yeah. I should start. Um, I think it's the, the stories they went to tell. Imagine if the first Marvel movie was Civil War. Yeah. Oof. Imagine if yeah. that was Oof. the first Marvel movie. Wouldn't right? like. That's a big um, one for me, dog. But the, but the first uh, <laughs> big DCEU, uh, the first big coming up already was Batman v Superman. With a Superman we barely knew and a Batman we didn't know. Makes and a Wonder Woman we just barely saw. And then, what do they do for the uh, Justice League follow-up? The Return of Superman, a character we don't know, we don't care about. Um, had Justice League been like the Avengers, mm-hmm. where somebody comes shows up as a bad guy and we just all get together? Then that movie works. Out of all this, you know, I feel the worst. It's for just it. the worst storyline they could have done. Who's and that? Henry Cavill. Me too. I think he got a great Superman. I, I feel really bad for. I just can't look at him. I feel really after bad Justice for. League. I just can't. Bad. It was so bad. Like, it was I didn't notice scene. it, and then I like pulled it up on YouTube. I'm like, look at this. And you he's like, so you, know, you know what's bad about that? Hear what they're. You know, hear what they're talking about. That's all they took away from that. Yeah. When you look it at him sucks. as how he acts in that, he's Superman. He's, he's finally he's yeah. Superman. It's his best performance, and possibly, in my opinion, when I think of Superman, I think of the last 20 minutes that of that was, film. That was the worst part coming out of that movie. I was like, people are just going to focus on the lip, because here's the thing I was. I was too. And the fact that they started the movie with it. And the like, first shot you see is those kids with the thing that's horrible lip. I was like, stop. You're starting um, with this. It's awful. Yeah, he finally yeah. gets that. And he's finally Superman. And the part when he comes out of the ground and does the fight, it's a really cool fight scene. That's the best fight scene in the movie by a mile. It's, it's amazing. Uh, but you don't care about it because it's no, not Superman. No. And it just sucks. Also, side note, did you see the Witcher thing? <laughs> with Henry Cavill as the Witcher? Yeah, it looks real bad. Um, just, 
you know, you know what? I'm gonna give, I felt I'm bad gonna, for I'm him in that. that. I'm going to wait. That's, I don't, I don't want to wait. They're not done. I haven't put the contacts in. <laughs> it's not time. It's not, we're not there, there yet. Give me some, give me some time. Yeah, All I'm going to say is that... Yeah, look, CGI the beard on. Look, looking back on Thor 1 <laughs> and his costume and his hair yeah. versus this, it's not that much better. It's not that much better to me. Most I think he just better. got tired of the makeup. I was talking about like uh, Chris Hemsworth looking for one, his yes. hair and everything. Yes. I thought it looked incredibly fake, uh, and oh, it wasn't believable to me. In two, of course, it got better, and so on, it got better. Even when he shaved it, I was like, hell yeah. The one in the first one, he has a blonde uh, eyebrow, so it's technically should be a more realistic he, he, look. He looks yeah. really weird in it. He yeah. looks back at it. I, I get why they went that. He looks yeah. like a buff baby man. They yeah, he to, looks pretty. Yeah. He doesn't look. They wanted to be. I'm a god. You know, Tom Hiddleston tried out for. Thor, really? Chris Hemsworth did. Mm-hmm. He went in there to audition for Thor. He like was the buff. He was. And he everything. buffed out in yeah, everything. Yeah, you can see him on YouTube. They got, uh, and they were like, "It's on the DVDs." I can't. He would not have worked. I can't all. see oh, him man. as anything except being just greasy. He's, and he's too. Slimy. He's way too charismatic to be, yeah. Yeah. be that way. Um. All right. Last topic. Okay. Last one. This is the big one. <gasps> Video games. <laughs> Video games. Uh, yes. Char- the characters. The characters of Marvel versus DC. Um. And this is going to be an open discussion. I want to okay. go wherever we want it to go. I'm going to throw this one in because I always talk about this. Go for um, it. Here's how you know, like, you know how I say it, it weighs slightly to DC. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, I was nothing but Marvel except for Batman. Batman was my only DC person. Gotcha. And Batman became my gateway drug to everyone else. Gotcha. But still, my loyalty lies with the Bat family. With the Bat and family. And just, like, everything involving Batman makes me a bag fanboy but you know like um, I talked for like 20 minutes about the bad family in the last one don't uh, you feel me then on that um you know with Marvel it was uh Spider-Man the uh animated series which had literally every Marvel character in it and (laughs) that introduced me to everybody the first Spider-Man comic I had was it was a three-part it had three different stories in it first one was him fight Tarantula and Will-O-Wisp Oh God. The second one was him and thing, the thing teaming up, and then the last one was him and Johnny Storm teaming up to fight oh, wow. the Beetle. So that already introduced me into he's the ultimate way more oh, yeah. people. Then I also had to team up with him and Iron Man, where he was wearing the black suit, and I think Rhodey was uh, Iron Man at the time. Yes. Um. Yeah. Because this was right after uh, Demon with the Bottle. Yeah. Demon with the So that'd be accurate. Like just the characters in general, like. I had the good fortune or bad fortune if you're if you're rooting for DC of just this one character opening up the entire like yeah pantheon. you got to see everybody from the, the ground up and Batman Batman and, sticks in his own world for a lot of it yeah um, he, he doesn't he every, doesn't partner every once in a while suits will show have up all, and, and, and chastise him a little bit and be like this is Bruce what are you saying right have you all ever there's a it's a newer comic where. Uh, Batman and Superman actually like switched towns. Yeah, I've like, seen that. I've read the power. I haven't read the actual comic. I've read about it. It's really interesting because it kind of details why you kind of don't see Batman a lot. Um, like he's in Metropolis and he's like, Everything's this entire bright. place is bright. Yeah. All the infrastructure's yeah. perfect. My like, my like Gatling gun like thing, like bounces not grappling, off grappling hook, bounces off everything. And then Superman is like. 
It's like this entire place is like filled with crime. There's more lead in the walls than I can see yeah, through. That's, like, that's, that's why does Bruce like this place? But then he goes and he's like, you know what? It's probably the people. The people here probably mean a lot to the world. And like kind of takes on a good part versus Batman's just like, I hate these people are horrible. <laughs> like they're all just rich people. Like me. Honestly, I, don't say, uh, I, I just think of thugs. I don't think of any good people. Yeah, no. Like, uh, uh, the good people I think of in Gotham are the ones getting mugged every yeah, second always of every get day. Every day it's mug time. Uh, Gotham's a... <laughs> Steve, what about you? What okay. Character? Like, how, how, how do you feel? Because I, in my opinion, they're they're very different. I think Marvel and DC characters are very uh, different. Mm-hmm. Marvel. Okay. So, what... Go back to, like, the movie and, like, the chemistry and stuff like that and segue into this. Uh, when I think of all the different characters in Justice League or DC as a whole, they're solo heroes to me. DC? DC. Like, I don't feel as if they team up well with others. I know it's been mentioned a couple times. Mm-hmm. But I don't see myself saying, hey, I would love to see, like, you know, The Flash and uh, throw me a random DC character out there. Green Lantern. Green Lantern, you know, team up. I'm just like, oh, I guess that could well, work. That's Captain okay. Boomerang is the last okay. villain. Spider-Man and Punisher work. I mean, it shouldn't ever work. Yeah, but, those but it works. always work, yeah. And I think that everything, when it comes to DC, is written as solo characters, and then when they try to get into a bigger thing, it's solo characters trying to do a team movie. Yeah. While Especially Marvel the- is team characters that are doing solo things at first and then team up so it works better. I see. Because you have... That's interesting. You have that foundation already built. That's an interesting way to put it. Well, they're solo characters compared to other superheroes. But the DC people also have their sidekicks. Which I think is a very exclusively DC thing. I didn't even think about that. Um, That's one of the things about the characters I think is different. And guess what? Legacy heroes and all that? They haven't showed up. Nope. In the Marvel, they show up in, you know, Young Justice... Teen Titans, know, all the shows, but you can't find You saw find Robin's it. outfit. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, you saw his corpse, basically. <laughs> I mean, Dark Knight Rises had the guy's name Robin. Oh my gosh, that was Don't the storyline. I love Justice Gordon-Levitt. I can't, like, I can't get mad at it. I can. I Like, it's very hokey, I guess the word is. Very corny. Why don't you use your real name? Oh, God. Uh, like, that, that part was pretty lame, but he's like, he's, he's like, I don't know. Like I look at him, I'm like that's just racist, man. Although yeah, he can, Although I would pay just to watch, to see what Joseph Gordon-Levitt's, uh, deep voice would be for Robin. Yeah, you know, Ben and Beyond. Uh, I'm here to be Robin. Terry McGinnis, Joseph Gordon-Levitt would have worked. Totally agree. With Throw another thing in that. Um, I went to you know what would have made good, this character good, way uh, better? Casting. Who? Uh, like uh, Joseph Levitt? Gordon-Levitt, like real quick. Um, I've been thinking about this for a long time. Never actually said it out loud. Um, uh, you, know, you know how he like followed like Bruce Wayne through his entire life and knew he was Batman because he was a really good police detective and everything. Yeah. He should have like just been weird and obsessive like him and just trained his whole life, so it would have been believable of him taking up the, uh, yeah, the mantle in the end. But uh, anyway, quick thing about Marvel and DC. Uh, you said it earlier with them being mm-hmm. heroes. DC is heroes. Detectives, police, you know, police officers, like you know, like I guess, like uh, yeah, I feel the same. The, the backbuilding of society. Yeah. Marvel's freaks, uh, misfits, uh, aliens, a- aliens. Uh, we got Martian <laughs> Manhunter in DC. I think more than Superman. Yeah. 
genuine. Going back to what Alex said earlier, is the the, the genuineness of the characters in Marvel. Um, like name a name a Marvel Cinematic Universe character besides Spider-Man or Daredevil that has a particular identity. Can you think of anything? Off the top of your head, Marvel character in the cinematic universe, not Spider-Man or Daredevil, has a secret identity. Does, no, Ant-Man doesn't even Ant-Man count. Doesn't? No, mm-hmm. nobody does. No, not anymore. Everybody's. everybody's Iron Man's never <laughs> was. Well, Iron Man teased uh, it for a second. Does Spider Gwen count? The <laughs> well, uh, Miss Marvel. Well, not. The, we, don't know yet. The movie, uh, okay. we don't know Half yet. Okay. We don't know. Half point to Hawkeye. Um, because he keeps, keeps everything his else. Hidden. Keeps his family hidden. But yeah, he's still uh, Clint Barton. It's a life that he keeps hidden from everybody Iron, else. Iron Man still had a had a yeah. secret identity Half point. for a single night. For one night. Everybody one grew, night only. Everybody grew up going to school knowing who Steve Rogers was. Like yeah, Steve Rogers is. Everybody <laughs> grew up going to school knowing pure he was Bruce your gym, Banner. Their gym is, according to uh, everybody knows Bruce Banner as both a scientist and the Hulk. Yeah. They according to Spider Man Homecoming, yeah. he is on the. Luke Cage, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones. They go by their names. They go by their just a regular name. And, and Danny Rand, might, his first name might as well be Iron. Last name Fisk. Yep. Says oh, it like, so much. Why Panther's the King of Wakanda. He can't hide, he can't hide that. Yeah. <laughs> like it's he's really, kind of a figurehead. Everybody just is They tried they to at first. Well, they, they haven't necessarily they said that he is Black Panther. So no, they know. Yeah. Remember Don? Like when the cops get there, he takes his mask off. Yeah. Dude well, dresses like a what? They do. Dude dresses like a cat. Well, no, everybody cat. around it does. Because yeah. he says your highness and takes his thing off. Everybody knows who he is. Falcon. Everyone knows who he is. There's not anybody. I didn't. I, I said that as like yeah. really. Like, Are you gonna pretend that the world knows who X-Men, Falcon is? It's almost the same thing. X-Men, no. Everybody knows everybody. Nobody yeah. nods. Um, the only person who doesn't know himself is Logan. And let's talk about the, let's talk about DC. <laughs> the DC Cinematic Universe or the TV universe. James Howlett. Green Arrows, Secret Identity, Batman, Flash. Superman, Flash, Supergirl? Wonder Woman to an extent. Supergirl is okay. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, yeah, depending extent. on the version of it, yeah. yeah. Wonder Woman, no, you're right, yeah, Diamond Prince for sure. Um, all of them, not movie Aquaman, but every well, sorta. Well, no, I'll say Aquaman's probably just kind of out. I was about to say, almost every time when, Aquaman's mentioned in the comic books, he is the king of Atlantis. Yeah, no one he's, ever he's like the like, yeah, if, and if he's like out and about, he's, he's Thor, yeah. Thor used to be in the comic books, yeah, like, but they like, went away from that really and quick. So, especially if we're talking MCU versus DCEU and the TV shows, like everybody has a second identity. So it's like uh, they get to put on Frank their... Castle, the one in Paris. <laughs> yeah, Frank Castle is on the news often, um, and I think that speaks to something. Like they put on a there's a, there's a barrier to connect with that character. When your when your regular life is what you're pretending, when the character that's like me and you is a pretend face, and in Marvel when they're in their normal clothes, it's not a pretend face. It's who they are. It's subtle, but I think I think it actually I think that's why people connect and, with Marvel and, characters. And more. here's here's the thing: DC's two biggest boys, you know, Superman, Superman and Batman. Batman. Their secret identity is what makes them so like like that's why people like them in real life. Like you know, who is he? Is he Batman or is he Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Is he is he Kal El, Superman, or Clark? Kent? That's interesting. Yeah. And uh, I'll give Superman points for that. Like that that is a very. I actually cool have thing. one for that. Um, this kind of goes back to Batman Beyond, but there's an mm-hmm. entire subplot where he doesn't the, call himself Bruce. Yep. He calls himself Batman because, because there's this because there's this saying he has a leak in his brain. It does bats. But that's what that's what was. <laughs> I remember finding that super interesting as a kid. Was because everyone thought uh, 
Bruce Wayne was insane because this voice was talking to him and calling him Bruce Wayne. He asked, like, how how did you know you weren't crazy? Then, and he essentially, by saying, I don't call myself Bruce, I call him, and then you get the hint that he called himself Batman. And you're like, oh, you are crazy, just uh, not crazy for this broken, aspect. Broken, 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 Versus Superman, that's all he wants to be. He wants to be Clark Kent. He does but not want to be Superman. Be, but that's an argument people make. I like, I love that. It, I don't agree with it. I think it's straight up not correct. But the monologue from Kill Bill about Superman. Oh, yeah. I like that version of it. And the monologue, you ever seen Kill Bill? Yeah, Kill like, I can't say that I have. There's a I have, but I don't remember Bill it. Bill talks about why he loves Superman. Mm-hmm. And he says Super, uh, Clark Kent is Superman's um, commentary on, on the human race. They're weak. They are, they need protecting. They're, they're vulnerable. Why he slumps when he walks, like he's the commentary, like he's a god clumsy. and he sees us as a clumsy. And I was like, that's really interesting. That ah. Now I don't agree with that thing. I think that's not Superman. I think it's a good point of view, but I think it's an interesting take, and I think that would be a maybe even more interesting version of the character if you saw him as if he really if, if Batman could confront him and say, "Hey, you see us as too weak. We're we're capable much more." Um, but that's beside the point. But uh, the reason why I bring that up is, you know, you got these two guys, and that is your most in- like one of the most interesting thing- things about them. But everyone else has a secret identity too, and it doesn't matter if everybody's like that. I agree. You know, you know, you got your two boys, the most interesting ones, and then everyone else. It's like and those two are very different when they're mm-hmm. when they're in their secret identity than they're not. When as like Green Arrow, Ollie acts the same way, really. Pretty much, yeah. He'll, try, he'll do the, some Playboy stuff in the show, but he's still kind of... He, he, he never shuts it off. Like, he, yeah. in, in the comics, in like he's, Flash, he's, he's always... Flash, he's funny. He's a funny sweet. jokey guy without it. He's a funny jokey guy with it. Yeah. Versus, um, you look at Spider-Man, yeah. he is shy, nerdy. Yeah. He doesn't really quip, unless you're like the Andrew Garfield, which we've already talked about. It's just way too cool of a version of Peter cool Parker. Like, versus, yeah. it's almost like... Uh, he gives him confidence. I think it's when awesome. he When he's Spider-Man, he's like... No one knows who I am. I'm I Spider-Man. Use it for whatever I want. I totally yeah. Uh, there's more. There's a lot there to digest. I think. Which is the whole secret identity thing. Which is really interesting. Like y'all can like. And I like them too. I think secret there, identity is cool. Has there been a time like? Because I can't remember one of the comic books. If y'all have, let me know. Black Cat as a character. Yeah. Like this is this obviously goes to comic books. She never wants to talk to him, as when Peter. he's Peter Parker. There's definitely. They're definitely close, but she certainly is in love with Spider-Man. Yeah. Certainly. And it's a different character to her. Exactly. And yeah, I think that's what's kind of interesting. I think, yeah. I, I love Black Cat. I don't think I've ever seen a time she, where, like, she's straight up, like, She wants him to Peter. be Andrew Garfield. She never wants him to turn the Spider-Man off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. She <laughs> yeah. wants Andrew Garfield. Like, uh, because, you know, I'm sure you guys said this last week. Which is week. good, because Black Cat's in the Andrew Garfield version, so. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Uh, Barely. Technically, Felicia's in it. For six seconds. Toby couldn't turn the Peter off. (laughs) Exactly. That's a really good way to put it. (laughs) I've been saying this all along. He cannot turn the Peter Parker off. He's always, even when he's Spider-Man. Spider-Man in it. Sucks. Yeah, and then you know Andrew Garfield. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. I'm Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I dunked on you. How do you feel? Get dunked on, Flash. <laughs> I hate that scene. I hate it. It is so, a bad scene. The most. Oh my god. I will be, admit that. Be really loud. This podcast <laughs> could be the longest in the history of podcasts, but there's the, the one scene that that completely 
sums up that movie in, in one scene of how I did not get Spider-Man is the fact that he takes up for the kid being bullied and he's not the one getting bullied. Exactly. I was like, that I remember is... watching it thinking, oh, that's all. Like, but you know, like he, he, like, why in the world would you think he's the guy that comes up and sticks up for the bully? Granted, he gets hit, but that's not the point. Is Spider Peter is the one? He's the penis Parker. Like, yeah. he, he's the one getting made fun of, right? Um, I saw a commentary on that recently. Really, it was really interesting. I was, what was it on? Like what? YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, it's very telling to me. You just missed it. You just missed the characters. Remember in uh, the Ultimate series. Uh, when Spider-Man first meets Wolverine, the next day he goes to school and he has his hair styled. Yes, I like so much. And uh, Flash, you know, is like, hey, Parker, you know, what's what's with your hair? And like, he does the whole, like, he growls at him, calls him punk and everything, and they still throw food at him. They still throw food, incredible, yeah. Bendis gets it. Um, We haven't talked villains yet for character. Alex, this is your turn to shine. Queen of villains. Your turn to shine. See, Why just, do you think DC has better villains? Because I would argue they, they don't. So I, don't, I, I don't just like fu- the cinematic universe don't. Well, the, like the whole thing. Comics. Comics yeah. I just enjoy the villains the the more. I think maybe I like a campy villain, but there's lots of them. So name, name the ones you genuinely really like in DC. The ones you like, not like the ones you really really passionately. Joker. Like. Obviously. Obviously. Harley. Obviously. <laughs> just the whole um, Gotham City sirens. Okay. All three of them. Point you got point. these three bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. They're, they're witches. Who's, yeah. oh God. <laughs> Who's the third? Catwoman, Catwoman. Ivy, oh, and okay. Harley. Okay. They, yeah. I, I keep just... forgetting. I keep thinking Birds of Prey for some reason. <laughs> I, 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 I love the Birds of Prey, but um, Scarecrow. Scarecrow. I love Scarecrow. I'm a huge Riddler guy, dude. I love the Riddler. You and so Harry. Much. I like the Riddler. He's my favorite Batman villain. Uh, my favorite is. Really? By I'm far. sorry to cut you what? off. Yeah, he's got to my, 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 my quick Batman villains in there. Uh, Scarecrow. That's uh, cool. And Hush, actually. Hush, Hush is cool. I, I, interesting. Hush. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to tell me pre, Thomas Elliott's story, but I like it. 52 not so much. New 52, what they did mm. with him, he was, you know, in pre-52, he hated how he was always compared to Bruce. Compared to, yeah. And, like, he hated that. And in this one, he wants to be Bruce. Uh, that works. Better, uh, yeah. When they were kids, he would uh, pretend he was him. He would say uh, he killed his parents in that one too. And he like hugs Bruce. He's like, now we're really brothers. Oh, God, like it's like yeah. you know that's how he is then. But Batman certainly has the best roster. Mister mm-hmm. Freeze, I'm huge on. I think he's no, incredible. See, I like Captain Cold more than Mister Freeze. I can see Mister Freeze is weird, but I just think his the tragic wife yeah. is really cool. It, yeah, it's it's. Really it looks good. Awesome to me. The red and eyes, I'm, I'm sure everybody's seen uh, Batman Sub Zero. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. It's one, probably my favorite like of the Batman animated films. Probably one of the best ones. And uh, I even put it ahead of uh, Massive Phantasm, which is still really, really good to me. I love Massive Phantasm a lot, but, but I as a kid, it, it threw me for a loop. As a kid, I thought it was a little boring. Really? Then go back I loved it. it. I liked it a lot more. Um, what else? Other DC characters. Have we got all of that one? What? Batman's name? Yeah, we got most of I mean, Batman one. Batman I mean, has See, like... Batman has <laughs> Killer Croc ain't got... Uh, he sucks. I mean, you can uh, go after, I like, like King Shark. Cro- uh, <laughs> I forgot about Batman. I, 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 I actually... Looks like a street shark. I actually love both of those guys. <laughs> I do like I King Shark. I, I, I like Killer Croc and King Shark. I think Killer Croc yeah. is, uh, done, can be done really well. He was done really good in uh, Batman... Uh, what was it? The... It was it was trying to be like a more grittier, realistic Batman again, but it worked. I don't remember. Uh, it was like 
years, not year zero, like planet zero, something like that. Oh, wow. interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to look it up. It um, is year zero. Uh, I've definitely heard of one. Because that's the one that has the, year zero is the one that's got a lot of Scarecrow backstory. It's a, so it's a separate, separate reality. Soul. It's not because it's, it's what from, they based Arkham Origins on was Year Zero. I'm, uh, it's killing me what it is. Er, Earth Zero. That's what. Earth it is. Zero. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that one. Year uh, One is the scarecrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, year one. Croc, as you know, of course, you know the course. You know, I look different and everything, and Batman takes him in. That's never happened. Okay. Batman's He's an alcoholic kicking, too. Kicking the crap out of him when he really doesn't deserve it. And uh, oh, that man bat dude. Let me ask this. I like man bat. I like man bat. Killer Croc and Arsenal have a really cool bond uh, in Red, the Red, Red, Red Hood Arrow. and the Outlaws or Red Hood uh, and Arsenal comics. Yeah, so you, I, know I, what you're I heard that got a lot better because I did read it back in like 2011. Yeah. That is trash. <laughs> it's it's straight up trash. Well, what happens, what she's kind of referring to is uh, <laughs> because friggin' uh, Arsenal <laughs> becomes an alcoholic for the most part yeah. after everything that kind of happens because he kind of became the red hood of Arsenal those sort of things because yeah. Yeah. yeah he used to be way worse than alcoholic yeah, from, my, from my era he, yeah. was, he was he was bad so man. like what was super funny is what's in the, this he goes the, to see like someone I'm because sorry, of I the condition and it was it turns out to be Killer Croc because for whatever reason apparently he and Killer Croc had a fight and he could tell he was trashed and was like I'm not going to do this because you want me to kill you. I'm not going to do it. That's not fun. And so they end up having this really weird relationship because apparently he got so bad to the point that even the big supervillain was like, you're not worth it at this point. Did the cover of the heroin one have Ollie just like opening a door? He was like, Speedy, you're on speed or something like that. Because him, I remember the, the paddle where he's just putting it in his arm, and it's awful. That reminds me of the crossbone scene from uh, Captain America Winter Soldier of the comics, when crossbones and Captain America fight, but all the Bucky stuff's happening. So mm-hmm. like, his heart, his mind's with Bucky, and he's beating the crap out of like, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm supposed, like, this is supposed to be a fight, and it's not a fight. It's a very similar moment. Um, what about non-Batman villains in DC? That's where it gets hard. See, because Captain Cold to me, take away the, the, the show. Okay. Do, do you like Captain Cold? No, I, I, I like him in some. It's justified to like him from the show. Good lord, I mean, Thanos, good for, I like him from the movies, not the yeah. comics. He's good for one-liners, kind of like the. You're not nice. Yeah, <laughs> but Mr. Freeze, the king like of that, a, yeah. Robin. Cool like the. Uh, <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> Forgot about that. It was so bad. Don't like, think uh, that's a good idea, Mr. Bite. The one I was <laughs> talking about, so like bad. last time, where like. You know, the bad guys end up taking over and kind of being the heroes after, like, Ultraman and all of them come in. I do. Uh, Forever Evil is a super cool concept. When cool he's just like, you know what the difference is between you and the Flash? He had class and both his legs yeah. and just yeah, kicks Johnny like, Quick's legs Flash. off. I don't respect you. Mana just trashes it was everybody. Awesome. And that was great. Reverse Flash. I can name Reverse Flash is a good one. I can one. name Flash villains. Reverse Flash is pretty cool. I, I don't think he's anywhere near Batman villain level. No, uh, but he's interesting. There's Lex Luthor. So he's the interesting in the show, but I don't, I don't think he's super interesting in the comics. Same I thing. Love, same thing. Uh, Harrison Wells' version of the show is awesome. Same thing with Darkseid. The uh, anim- animated universe version of Darkseid is dope. It's so cool. Terrible but outside dude. of that, he's very. 
die for dark side. That's I would give, that's I would my give character. DC Deathstroke. I think Deathstroke's Deathstroke way up is, there. Uh, he's really awesome. How he's just he's and just I'm a, a terrible father. That's yeah, his and thing. I, I give Teen Titans go. Oh, not Teen Titans go, but Teen Titans the first one. Oh. The reason why he's so popular. For sure. He was 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 awesome. He was the anti-Batman. He, like, even if you, like, like, I remember, if you're talking about, like, the Teen Titans show. The Teen Titans. I remember. Teen Titans Go, yes. I I super remember, like, being visibly upset as a kid when I saw uh, Robin in, like, the Slade get up. And I was, like, because the entire time you, like, because I remember, like, oh, my God, like, this dude's essentially become his Batman. It's the only other guy who he's become, like, super yeah. obsessed with. The episode... And it's insane. That one Deathstroke over for me, and which is probably why, to this day, he's my favorite villain, even in the comics, mm-hmm. everything that he's in, uh, is the... It's, he's not even really in this episode. It's when, basically, Robin's hopped up on drugs. And oh, he's yeah. And he's getting down by a, a hallucination, basically. And it's terrifying for a kid show. That yeah, got dark it was fast. It was insane because, as a kid, like you don't really understand that for the most part. Mm-hmm. You're just like this. This isn't right. Like something's yeah, going yeah. on. Some, something's in your the lizard brain part of you. And that's knows the, it's not. And now I look back at right it. Here. That's kind of like the first time you like start seeing like similarities between like Robin and Batman a lot between that because Batman doesn't really show up in Teen Titans. I don't think he ever he does. He never actually. shows up. You see his silhouette. You see a silhouette yeah. and references to you him. See his but, yes. Yeah, you see <laughs> his sock. Yeah, you see his But the thing about that was that's what, as as I grew older, I started to realize, like, that became his Joker. Like, it was to a point where he became he became crazy trying to stop this guy. Uh, another thing in Young Justice, different series, same Robin, mm-hmm. you know, Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson... The tried and true thing is why he always leaves Batman is because he wants to get out of his shadow and he hate, hates how Batman is like so secretive and controlling and everything. And the best part about Young Justice is the whole like story plot of the second season is Nightwing being keeping secrets, being controlling, being Batman essentially. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, I mean, Dick Grayson no, is Batman. Yeah. That is his ultimate curse essentially is he doesn't want to be the thing that he ultimately is. And that, that's one of the reasons I, I think uh, the Grant Morrison's Batman when he's Batman and um, what's what's Mr. Robin's name? Uh, not Tim Drake. Damian. Damian Wayne. I don't the worst Robin. I don't like Damian Wayne either. No one does. Um, Let us know in the in comments that if you comic, do. He's awesome. <laughs> that initial comic, he's awesome. And he calls him Pennyworth. I hate it. Makes like being respectful kid. Um, <laughs> I don't like the fact that he's too. I don't like the fact that he's too. Friendly, and like I, I like the I like the idea of Dick Grayson struggling being Batman because he has to be controlling, and he realizes once and he gets the responsibility, if I'm not smiles. like that, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. It doesn't work. The whole point is when he becomes when Nightwing becomes Batman one day, he's got to realize I've got to be this controlling because I've got to protect people I love, whatever. Um, other side of this is the Marvel side, so mm-hmm. I think the consensus sounds like it's Batman has got really good villains and mm-hmm. DC's got okay villains. No. Batman's got incredible villains. He's DC. He counts. But outside of the Batman lore, there's not a whole lot of big ones. So the ones we're saying we like, Deathstroke <laughs> would be the exception to that. Mm-hmm. Lex Luthor, I, I like Lex Luthor. I like him sometimes. I think Lex Luthor can I be like, a very strong villain. Uh, yeah. Dark Side. Not my favorite. Sometimes. sometimes. But on the Marvel side, I think you get a lot more quality villains from different, different places. Yeah. It's going to sound do. really weird because probably my favorite Marvel villains like probably aren't the ones that you think of. 
mine are not the best ones. And and it's almost like it almost falls into the, the same, best, the same trap. Spider Man. Oh yeah. Has like a big rogues gallery. Big rogues yeah. gallery. And uh, it almost falls into the same trap as Batman. But like, yeah, I like you know Spider Man villains, but not many of them are on like my top ten no, list. Like, uh, Scorpion. Yeah. Like Batman, Batman's villains are better than Star Wars. People argue yeah. those a lot because the Sinister Six is cool, but no, Batman's are better for sure. Although I do, I would take Green Goblin and Doc Ock beside mm-hmm. anybody except for Joker, who's definitely. Above I love this. Mysterio. I love Mysterio too. <laughs> I like Black Cat. I love a weird Cat. thing for Mysterio. Like I remember last that's, time that's both me, you me, yeah. and you like mentioned how like happy Mysterio. you were for Mysterio. The animated series made me a big fan. I just yeah. think he looks like he's got a fishbowl for a hand. It's weird. <laughs> and it's and dumb, awesome. but I love it. Um, we can all agree the best. Marvel villain, even like not favorite, but best was Doctor Strange, Magneto. Like, Magneto. I think Magneto's Magneto. Magneto, definitely. I think my favorite yeah, is my definitely favorite. Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom's incredible. Uh, my, favorite, my favorite. I could give you Marvel. three guesses, being the trash queen that I am. Would it be Loki? Okay. Um, Loki's <laughs> got some good answer, dude. That's Loki, Loki's hologram. Loki's other holograms. <laughs> well, <laughs> even Loki in the comic books, for the most part, isn't a horrible villain. Like, Loki he does some good stuff in it. Is He's amazing. Teen Lo- Lo- Agent of Asgard so you got is Loki, amazing. Magneto. Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom, I think, is like Darth Vader level of importance. Yeah. Like, um, oh, yeah. He's iconic. Thanos is a big deal. Thanos is incredible. Um, because of the so movie version specifically, is so strong. Not because of the movie, but because of uh, Gatekeep Time. I read comics. Uh, oh, no. I really like Dormammu, oh. actually. is interesting. He's definitely mm-hmm. not on the same level in terms of popularity. I, but I love the thing about Dormammu is that Dormammu. he is a ancient entity, you know, smarter, you know, stronger not than everybody and everything. At all. But uh, something I think I think it was Wong or Strange. did you not Somebody's, come to bargain? <laughs> Somebody who uh, it, it was Wong or Strange, the ancient one. Somebody said they're like Dormammu is you know he's, he's all powerful on this, but he has a sinister side that is almost terrifyingly human. Yeah, and absolutely. like uh, Dormammu's dope, dude. And that like that's why I really I really like him. Apocalypse, I think is awesome. Uh, I'm not a big X Men guy, but Apocalypse is cool. Mr. Sinister is cool. Mr. Sinister, Mr. Sinister, Mr. Sinister is a really interesting villain. What are his powers, though? Nobody knows. (laughs) No No one. And my first like interaction of knowing what Mr. Sinister was was a card that I had in a baseball card collection randomly of Mr. Sinister, and it has him like twisting. It looks like I don't know. It's really weird looking. Like Mr. I have to find it. It looks so cool. Mr. Sinister is awesome because. That's it. Sinister, that's yeah. awesome. I have a, a Mr. Cool Sinister name. action figure before I even knew who he was. It's just like Dr. Doom. That's the coolest um, thing I've ever heard in my life. And Dr. Doom, are you kidding me? You grim little troll. I love him so much. Who else? From Red Skull. Red Skull, oh, God. I mean, you can't. Yeah. A Nazi? You can't get better than the actual yo, yo, real life. Uh, I like Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo, too. I like a lot. Zemo's interesting. Comic version. Uh, movie version is has, has potential. No, I was thinking of, um, what's his name? God, no, the movie version's great. Yeah. Baron uh, Zemo's awesome. I was thinking of, uh, Armenzola? No, I love Armenzola. <laughs> I love Armenzola from the movie. The uh, uh, See, eyeglass guy. I think. Oh, uh, Strucker. Baron Strucker. Baron Strucker. Zemo. comes out really cool to me just because he starts that whole like side Avengers thing. He started, uh, God, uh, the Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. I just wish he's which, like which was super, <laughs> which was super interesting to me that he kind of starts like one of the big like. 
side like Avengers things to me, which was really interesting. Zemo's awesome. I'm a big Taskmaster guy too. Yeah, Taskmaster's yeah, really he's neat. Cool. He's not quite a villain, but he's just a scumbag. You know? And he's not like he's that to me. That's Marvel's Deathstroke, not Deadpool. Mm. Yeah, like for sure. Deadpool, no. And he's cool. No. Though. Like Deadpool's the, cooler than Taskmaster. Yeah, cause, but I like Taskmaster. Because like he's all about the money. Kingpin's awesome. Oh, Kingpin's, yeah. Kingpin's like yes. classic, dude. And I like specifically the the Netflix series. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, maybe the best. King, maybe the best. DC's Kingpin is uh, Black Mask. Oh sure, definitely. Quick, yeah, uh, I like. I was really forgot to mention him. Black, Black Mask. Well, back to live action. I thought you kind of counted MCU as MCU and everything. He Batman is. Villain, did y'all hear about he Black Mask recently? He's the bad guy. In, uh, <laughs> like, did you hear who's <laughs> casted to play him? I'm yes. So excited. Sorry. It's freaking Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Which I'm like. Just, I'm sorry for that yeah, little works. side note, but I think it's really interesting because I, I don't think I've ever really seen him as like a bad guy. But I want to see his really? pretty So I think it's going to be cool, kind of interesting. I'm not going <laughs> to He's going to wear an ugly mask and he's gorgeous. Pretty I know, it's really guy. weird. But I think one of, the one that I really like, which is from a, I don't know if anyone actually ever read it, but I really enjoyed it, um, is a Crimson Dynamo. Um, I hate Crimson Dynamo. But I like him, I like him because story. of I like him because of one particular event. He's got good um, it was during the uh, Skrull, uh, Skrull. Skrull, uh invasion. Um, I had a super scroll. I have a I have a particular comic, and it was because my mom couldn't find me a Iron Man comic, so she got me a War Machine comic. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, Teacher. But there was a uh, <laughs> there was a uh, event after he after War Machine kind of breaks out and everything, that there's this fight everywhere, and in his earpiece, Crimson Dynamo has a thing that um, linked him back to Mother Russia, and they're like, you need to pull out, because if we let this happen, the United States is kind of destroyed, and we can kind of, you know, swoop in afterwards or whatever, and he has this moment where he sees these people fighting so hard to, you know, protect something, which even though he is a bad guy, that's kind of how he sees himself. He sees himself as the Iron Man of Russia. Um, and he has this moment where he goes, cannot, he's like, I don't know what's going on, but, you know, there's a lack of communication between me and home base. And with lack of orders, I will engage with every fiber of my being in order to protect this from spreading over to Mother Russia. And yeah, to me, like, because one of the coolest things I like about comic books is when they take you by surprise. Have the uh, good agree. guy or the bad guy just have that flip. I think Marvel does it more. Um, Subvert expectations. And it was, and in that moment, I was like, because that's not how you. That was my first like, ex like experience in gray area for the most yeah. part was this guy realizing how horrible this was to go. I can't let this spread. Because Donovan's problem has always been he's never had a good mech design. No. Yeah, give him a cool mech. Please. There, there is a cool mech design, but it's not in any of the comics. If you play the mobile game, uh, Marvel <laughs> Avengers Academy, it's a female, and she has probably one of the coolest mech designs I've ever seen. And I love it. Hot take. You know, Doctor Doom is kind of like an Iron Man supporting character now. Like they ran into each other so many times, he's practically an Iron Man villain at this point. Yeah. Doctor Doom as Iron Man was my one of my favorite stories ever. Really interesting design for his outfit. Mephisto's another. Mephisto, oh god. So Ultron's huge. A lot. Love right. A lot of hot take. A lot of Iron Man villains. One of my favorite Marvel guys. They suck. 
Yeah, he, he does. He, he's, like, he has a lot of bad guys, and they're not very good. He doesn't have any bad guy that is, like, uh, really iconic at because all. Because Tony Stark no, it's it's his own worst enemy. enemy. Yeah, yeah. No like, everybody else pretty much has one. Him Punisher and his bottle. Either. Punisher he has could be Jigsaw, but like, he's not. It. Billy Russo. Billy Russo. <laughs> Billy Russo shows incredible character. Um, Ultron. As played by Danny Spader, is one of my favorite characters in anything. I think What's his the performance. Which one? Uh, I've gotten this. Oh, the vibranium scene. Yeah. Oh god. Oh my god. The whole that mm, that whole scene. I've watched that scene just that clip a thousand times. I love it so much. There was another guy. I had to take him out. Like that entire like oh, initial cool. little thing where he just like you can tell it's so off putting. His performance is incredible. It it's is. A, it's a robot. It's, it's a fake. Goofy. Yeah. Oh, another good one. Uh, Mystique. Mystique, oh god, I totally forgot. Saber Tooth, like the rest of the action bad guys. They're all like super big, like Pyro. <laughs> and... Py- Pyro Avalanche. Darwin. Pyro Avalanche the Blob. Toad. Three. Toad. Those four. The, the evolution bad yeah. guys, basically. Who's, I love who's Evolution. Evolution's great. Because like, Evolution was like. Was only in the movie. His really? His name was like Quill or something. Porky Boy. Yeah. I kind it's of. Porky Boy. I, I, I kind of liked Rogue in like the original like X Men movie. Like. The one that I was talking about, but when I saw Evolution Rogue, bro, like that's what that's what really got me to enjoy Dark Rogue. Phoenix. Me and some uh, other friends were. were talking I would just name stuff. Oh yeah, I know it's insane. Oh, <laughs> we're we're you this said, is definitely uh, like name an animal, animal and it's probably. <laughs> <laughs> a wolf. Uh, what? Wolf Man. Dark Phoenix. Uh, let's see. There is a Wolf Man in the Wild Ultron. Universe. Hyena. I want to say they're actually a, no, that's Cheeto. Is there a is there a Quill Boy? But in Loom in DC. We're really? just naming animals now that what, are what like. He said a hyena. I said butt and loose. You, you can name like. That's right. I'll, I'm just. You can name an animal, and then there's a villain with that if animal. If you name one, it's probably a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpion. Rhino. I think. So, I think Spider-Man's villains are overrated. Very much so. I, I think Green Goblin and, and Doc Ock are good, and the rest of them aren't very good. Venom, Venom like is them. very overrated. Venom, is great. Venom, Venom to me, Venom. is a character I think is a trash garbage character that I have. But I love the way he Mysterio. looks so much. Mysterio. <laughs> I, I, I missed who you said. Well, uh, Venom. Like, trash Ed, Ed, Eddie Brock, just in general. Garbage character. Uh, but I like what a couple stories. What they're, what they're doing with him right now <laughs> is it's so good. Is I'm he like back to. I hate I'm not super up to date on Spider Man comics. Forgive me, fans. Um, Don't worry, last, I've never been up to date. Last I saw, last I saw Venom as in the symbiote itself. It was still connected to Flash Thompson. Uh, Agent Flash Venom is, Flash is dead, baby. Oh wow, Flash is dead. I actually Flash liked Agent uh, Venom like super, super. There's a moment where Eddie does the whole Agent Venom thing because he's oh, wow. using Flash's memories, and he's like, I hate to admit it. God, he's such a he's a way better Venom than I am. That's awesome. I'm actually extremely disappointed in Tyler right now for not naming one person. And you know who it is. Do I? Yeah. As far as villains go. Villains. Hmm. Man. I, I, I'm, like, astonished what? right now. And there, there's a keyword, maybe. Uh, is it Jetta from Marvel vs. Capcom? <laughs> no, he's a master of tasks. Come on, man. We already said that, right? You didn't, no, I didn't hear it. We yeah, said we Jetta. Jetta. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, 15 minutes so ago. Okay, we had a whole, out, like, five-minute thing about it. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> that's so Did I zone out? We said that that's... Um, Marvel's, uh, that's Marvel's Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Big thing about I didn't hear this. he loses his memory all the time. It looks like you did too. Bro. I did. I did. When you said astonishing. I thought you were talking about uh, Danger. From Danger. <laughs> <laughs> you could have that. She was cool. Jacosa. Jacosa. So, yeah, I'm not even going to okay. get into that whole thing. 
quick uh, thing about Ultron. Uh, you know, uh, he named his lady's partner Jacosa. Jacosa was Oedipus's mom. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, and he modeled her after Wasp. And Wasp sure did. So basically, Ultron wants to do bad things with his mom. <laughs> Ultron's a good, a deep character, dude. He is. For a guy who mostly just says calculation. And oh, we have two negative. hours yet? We have to do. Oh, we passed it. Yeah, we're at we're it. past two fifteen. Oh okay. lord, let's, let's wrap it up before two twenty. Yeah. Okay, before I lose more memory and <laughs> self destruct, and so before your computer loses more memory. Years of your life. <laughs> uh, at least the last two minutes somewhere. So go. Let's 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 end with this. I'll start. Um, going forward, I'm a Marvel guy. What would it take to get me to be more of a DC guy? What would, what would it take to swing for me? Um, I need a I need a really good Batman movie i need a really good batman another but another batman movie really yeah i do okay i I need for the first time the comic batman we've not seen him yet we've seen 89 batman's very weird i love it it's probably my favorite version of the character and by the way everything Mm -hmm. you like about batman came from that movie that was the one that made the Gotham City look the way it does. Everything the Batmobile be the, the way it is. How the theme Everything sounds the same. Tim Burton. Tim Burton made modern yeah. Batman what he is, in my opinion. Not Frank Miller. People say that and it pisses me off. It's Tim Burton. Um, but yeah, I want to see a, a detective story that is a crime that has to be solved by detective work. I want to see a Batman that puts on a fake Bruce Wayne, which I think actually we talked last week. Yeah. Bell does a good job at that. And I want to see... Um, I want to see a villain that's not the Joker. I want oh, yeah, to, same, dude. I'm, I love the Joker, but we've, we've nailed that already. Let's do something I'm different. sick to death I'll, of the Joker. And a Batman movie I can't do with a good actor and a where it's never daylight <laughs> with a Riddler see? or something is what I want to see. Can, Can you see um, Jared Leto, me. Joker, in the... Uh-huh. doesn't count. It <laughs> doesn't, Jared does not count. Can you I want to see Neil Patrick Harris Joker. Can you see Jared Leto Joker in the same room as Batfleck? can't no, you because can't. they are no. from two different it really entirely. is i didn't think about that until you just said that's well, really yeah. interesting well think of the interrogation suicide scene, squad is supposed right? to i've read a thing that suicide squad is supposed to take place like a good deal before still though well no like the uh, to your point that i actually think with the the fact that the suits are that way because they got knocked out by that man yeah. that looks like that i'm right. just talking about the tattoos and the chain mm-hmm. so it's I'm, all right scene this interrogation. the interrogation room from the dark knight Oof. It's Never start Jer- 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 Jared Leto, Batfleck. Give me a, give me a, two hours of this movie. I'll watch it. I, I, I would not. Watch I it. would watch it. I would not watch it. <laughs> so watch it. so that, yeah. To get me to go to the other side, not the other side. Now I'd never betray Marvel. Um, but to get ba- you a Batman, little bit more. Just, yes. just, yeah, Batman is the way into DC. Period. Mm-hmm. That's the way. It's not Marvel. That's the gateway drug. Superman is Captain America. He's boring for most people. He's inspiring. He's cool. Batman is what's that's the hip cool thing to see and that's why you gotta get him in. So that's they should the have started thing. the DCEU with a Batman movie, not a Superman movie, um, and that and that can kind of get you in. So yeah, my ideal version would be a Batman, a younger Batman. I'm tired of old Batman. Yeah, I want like, a new Batman. They, they, they've done they've done it. About do three like times a year now. year one type. Deal. I wouldn't do total year one. I'd be like. Year three. 89 time frame Batman would be good. How it was back then, where he's probably in his early 30s, maybe late 20s. Been doing it for a while. He's already, like, he needs to be. I like. And the fight scenes need to be. Batman animated series, Batman. Live action. That's exactly it. That's what I'm trying Uh, to say. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. Late 20s. Give me Batman animated series. Late 20s Batman. Robin's just around the corner. 
He's kind of hit that point in his life where he's been doing it for a while. But yes, Batman. Yeah, Robin's in the sequel. Something else. To, not to I want to see Bat Family in a movie in general. I want to see Bat Family a lot. Um, yeah. So that's my view. You're, you're mostly Marvel. What what gets you uh, more into DC? So like they they keep going with this terrible idea of putting Darkseid in, right? I guess it's not uh, do, that, do you continue with DCEU or do you? Would you yeah. So it? here's the thing. They keep going. Uh, they recast uh, Michael B. Jordan as Superman. <laughs> uh, they, re- they recast Jake Gyllenhaal as Batman. Batman wrecks Darkseid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be okay with that. I'll be totally okay with that. Uh, but, re- but for real, though. Um, what would you do if in the next movie, like, they completely take you by surprise and it's just Wonder Woman just starts off and, like, Darkseid's dead and you just... Um, really, that's the way they, it seems like they're kind of going. They're, like... They tried Superman, didn't work. They tried Batman, didn't work. Wonder Woman, Wonder, Wonder Wonder Woman worked. worked. Well, it meant like, what would you do if like they took you completely by surprise? Oh, and Darkseid's like, dead from the start of the movie. Dead from the start of the movie doesn't even first become scene, a plot first point. First scene, first scene, like That's not what I off screen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody cares. Exactly. Like, That's uh, what, what I think. It would hit you by surprise though. People riot. You know what? <laughs> like I, I say, you want to get me like to make that weight, you know, a little bit more even. You got to. You gotta take the movies. You gotta slow down. You gotta slow down. You gotta, you, right. Yeah, and honestly, start from scratch. I don't care. I think I think people would not pull a new Fifty Two going straight into Rebirth deal. Um, lay out a lay out a year yearly plan, like uh, not not a yearly, maybe one every two years, like See, I, build I, a I ten would, year plan. I would start with Justice League. I would I would do it again. I would start with Justice League again. It would be recasted. Um, I would hire George Miller. George Miller, yep. <laughs> Because we almost had it. We almost had an uh, incredible DCEU. But God, you know what I always think of? The next movie he made was one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, all right, Fury Road. A Morton that Joe. action. A Morton oh, Joe awesome. reminds me of Darkseid. Like, uh, like the part with the water and everything oh, and all, yeah, of the, all of the people who are just messed Ooh. up and like subhuman, basically. The fact that Steven's going through that makes me sick my stomach. And they, you know, they, sick my they, stomach. they worship him and everything and he's just like, Obviously, so like everything that's wrong with them, but that's dark side. Yeah, like, that's a really good point. Yeah. George Miller's just like, would have been incredible. Steve, what would you do? It's, a, it's there's a lot really, and it's I wouldn't say like controversial, but like I don't see it working. But let's okay. just say like it could work. Okay. Um, aside from the fact that I think DCU, uh, or just DC has like better games in my like oh, yeah. when it comes to For sure, the Arkham series, and that's what really games. carries it. So. It's Batman heavy, especially when it comes to TV shows. Batman heavy. I'm an animated series like, you know, fanboy to die. I, I especially Batman Beyond too. Um, right. TV shows. I'm not saying reboot. Don't reboot TV shows. I think they're fine for the audience that it captures. Okay. It's not for me. Gotcha. Me personally, I think they should do TV shows with the same cast going into movies mm. if it could work. I, I, I think that would. Yeah. I agree. And that would win me over as a DC guy. Gotcha. That would turn me into a DC person the because current, the current TV universe. No, or a different one. Uh, it has to be different. I don't think it could work. Gotcha. They've got, they've gone too far with this current one. Right. Yeah, they're going pretty. Well, like it has to be written from the start, going into a movie universe. Yeah. They essentially established what the movies wanted to try and establish. Yeah. 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 And for me, that's like I could watch something weekly, 10, 15 episodes. Boom! There's a movie that brings together two different shows. Next phase, you got four different shows. It brings together into another movie that has all those characters. 
and it's a very like static build up. I'm so curious. But I, that I would love. To I don't think it, it could, but I wanted to. They've I, tried a lot with the crossovers. In my opinion, and I find within the se- like within the TV show series crossovers, I think it totally works. In a lot of like live action, in a big budget film to take those actors, I don't. I don't know if it would look. Yeah. I don't know if it'd feel cheap or not. If you put Charlie Cox in Spider-Man: The Next Spider-Man or Avengers, people are gonna buy it. Nobody. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, absolutely. Netflix has done a good enough job with their characters and the way they treat those shows that those characters could slot in the Marvel universe with zero problem. You won't need bring Kingpin in the Spider-Man movies. Everybody's on board. Well, they even kind of, in a way, like tied they, it every so often by giving little tidbits. Yeah, but like yeah, they've never shown one of them on the actual big screen because um, I think some people think it'll dilute it, but I don't. Um, but I don't think I think you get. CW actors mm-hmm. on the big stage. I don't think they. I don't think they can do it. And it's I don't not. Know, that's my not boy a Green Arrow. I have a lot of faith in him. I, I love. Uh, I'm Stephen Amell. I love Stephen Amell. Not a good actor. I love him. I think he's incredible. Mm. I think he's good. I don't think he's, he's a good actor. He's not a very good actor. Now, the girl yeah. plays Supergirl. Pretty good actor. Everybody else on Arrow. Not a good actor. I love Arrow. It's like the the, 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 the one, uh, Deathstroke season. Yeah. Deathstroke's yeah. incredible. But nobody's a good actor except for Deathstroke. In that, in that series. Um, Grant Gustin. Yeah. And that's not a knock on their actors at all. But he looks like a... I, I don't think he would translate to, to the big screen. Well, I don't love Grant Gustin. I do think um, he would actually... And, and it, it works in the same way, though, because it's not a knock. You know, movie actors don't necessarily do good on TV shows. You're, 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 you're completely right. Huh. That's Maybe that's what Amelia Clark's issue is. She does not. You're right. She does not do well. Maybe she's only a TV show actress. That's a very good point. John, John okay. Snow. John Snow doesn't do well. He works, but it's in the barely category. Oh, okay. uh, he doesn't work. For like, me. he was okay in Pompeii, I guess. Uh, Ooh, that intro fight scene in Pompeii. Well, what's See, I haven't seen much of it. I just remember seeing bits and pieces. I'm like, oh, Jamie Lannister. You know, he, yeah, he, that's a really good point. No, he, he was a Cer- good mama. Uh, he was okay. He was uh, good. Cersei and uh, Dinklage, both of them do great in both, I thought. No, okay, now we're good Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah so I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying. So like, we can talk about that yeah, another time. My bad. Right, so what would you do? Yeah. Well, um, you're you're the most in the middle of all of us, I think. So you almost like uh, I don't need to be swayed. I mean, I'd say so because... pretty heavy Marvel person. Because I got pretty heavy Marvel, like, for but most of my characters. you also like Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, I also like Suicide Squad. <laughs> you know what? Um, you know what? So... This is team... I would say... <laughs> I would, I would kind of agree with you on the Batman movie. I would think that would definitely be the way they go because that's been my main upset when it came to Batman versus Superman is I didn't feel like I got the proper Batman I was promised. Yeah. Um, because if you make it that big for a title card, it needs to be better than that. It yeah. almost needs to be like what they do with, like almost how they did with Civil War. Yes, it stars like Superman, but it needed to be a Batman movie and they tried kind of, yeah. but it didn't work. I agree. Um, so I, I think if they did it your way, um, I think it would work out really well because it pays homage a lot to it, but I think they need to find an interesting way of doing it because I'm fine with him still being rich and everything, but I need it to delve more into that Bruce Wayne persona, and I want to see it done well. I don't want to see just, there's, like we mentioned last time, I said there's like lines and stuff that people say that make them um, Bruce Wayne, but I don't think we've ever seen someone act as Bruce Wayne, um, giving a line and this, like, 10-second scene doesn't make you a person. Um, They've definitely done a better job making a Batman than they have Bruce Wayne in a lot of them, and I think if we get that to where we care about what happens in his regular life, um, you care more about what makes him Batman. I want to see him flip. I want to see him go between the two personalities. 
Like I've always wanted to see that because like Kevin Conroy does such an incredible. He does. He's so good. Every time he turns on his Bruce Wayne voice, I'm like floored. Like, yeah, oh, he's so good. He and does, no actor's done that he yet. He does a really good hush, too. Does? In, uh, mm. in City and uh, Night. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does. Go, he goes full Joker. Like, he just goes completely I unhinged. I didn't even pick up on that. That's crazy. But yeah, I agree. That would be very good. All right. Um, Alex. Marvel's got to give me a villain that just piques my interest like Joker. Joker, okay. (laughs) No, here's the thing that drives me. That just with Joker, Loki, and all the villains in Marvel have redeemable facts. Ah, they're sympathetic villains. Very good point. Joker is a villain that you love, but he has no redeemable qualities whatsoever. He is just pure evil and chaos, and that just draws my morbid. Curiosity, my morbid, just, uh, I, there's no words. I am fascinated so you want, by the Joker. So you, you want Carnage to be good. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh my gosh, they did a pure <laughs> Carnage movie in this well, modern God, MCU yeah, universe. It's <laughs> garbage. Yes. I hate that character, so he's awful. Do you I know what it. I'm referencing to? No. When I get out of here, it's gonna be Carnage. Oh God. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh no, but I know exactly what that's from. I, I think it would be really interesting to uh, what she was saying. Like if you gave just someone, <laughs> if you gave like a Marvel villain, because there have been some they've tried like to just who make bad. Um, Alex, who would it be? Pick a Marvel villain that you think could 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 be played that way. Is there anybody that exists at the time, or are you talking about the new character? I mean, you got Red Skull, but he's, he's a Nazi. 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 Like, Here, Captain. That's like that's like too easy. <laughs> yeah. I think this sounds. Uh, uh, but the thing is, I like my sympathetic villains. Yeah, of course. I love my Norman sympathetic Osborne villains. Norman Osborn is on the precipice of being almost completely unsympathetic. I True. think if somebody would do a Norman Osborn with an actual rubber Halloween mask, he'd be terrifying. Um, I always thought that's why he is in the comics. The rubber stupid mask he wears. Willem Dafoe's really? face. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about yeah. Willem Dafoe did a great like, you take job. Take the Power Ranger the gear. The fact that you have the put a helmet over that face, put uh, put prosthetics, let yeah. it move. That original one they had was actually quite good. But like, he should have a rubber mask that moves when he talks. Like, I, there's a version of that character that could be it. Um, Doctor Doom doesn't have a lot of redeeming qualities. He's a pretty uh, bad he, person. He loves his mommy. He loves his mama too much. Uh, a little, yeah, a little bit too much. Uh, I, just, I just don't. He he. He really and you that doc, people think of Doctor Doom as boring is a justifiable thing because half the stories he is he's in are terrible, but the ones he's in that are incredible, which I think near before Doom, that's about yeah, it. Yeah, but you don't. But the ones where like oh, there's 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 Doom there's Doom stories that are real good uh, that you would specifically his like weird like father daughter relationship with his arch nemesis kid is really like, creepy. Like, that's very strange. And you know what? She's she's into it too. She calls him like Uncle Victor. Real strange. It's a so kind of like a Negan Carl. Yeah. Yeah, in a weird way. But the the kids like Kim. It's weird. It's yeah. Really, like really well, in the story. comic books, Carl likes Negan. Yeah. A bit. That's right. Um, but he also wants to kill him. Yeah. But uh. Everyone. Remember when Doctor well, made his armor out of uh, the skin of the of the, skin the woman of the, he loved? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good story. And then he named Reed's kid after the same woman. Yeah, what I think would be super interesting is kind of what I hinted You're at. You're giving me this look. When, like, uh, this no, no, like, I, I, I was just 
context. I zoned out for a split second. Again, <laughs> Again. obviously. <laughs> um, but you said, like, Carl wanted to kill Negan, or Negan wanted to kill Carl? Uh, Carl, Carl wanted to kill Negan. Yeah. Okay, I just... I, just, so, okay. I think one of the one of the in, and this is partially what like I'll, I'll agree with you it's not the best movie in the world I enjoyed Suicide Squad for certain aspects of it oh don't but, act like you don't love that movie <laughs> I have the you love it as I have much the, as I do do not throw me under the bus <laughs> Rachel Cardwell I have, I have the poster back Out here it. so I'm not going to say I About hate it about to say don't even oh, I never said so. I hate it I, see I never said Physical I hated proof. it proof I've just I've just over time kind of started to understand what people are saying. No, 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 no. Suckle. Just let me talk. That was the same thing. I have a perfect way to end this podcast. Anyways, let's get to the end. So with divorce. One of the. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. No, don't do that. Anyways, um, one of the things like Suicide Squad I liked about it was like, even though a lot of people like give like give it a lot of trash, like one of the things I super enjoy about movies that introduce characters that no one knows is establishing a character no one knows and giving them that sort of personality. Like what you were talking about, about giving um, Marvel that type of villain. I think there's a lot of little-known villains that you could do that with because there's not much paper there to them. I believe if you were to set someone up in that way in a movie who knows their blank slate and you give them a good enough actor, you can potentially get that. I think Marvel has done that successfully multiple times. Like, say, it's I, not just the actor, though. The Joker in the comics. Like, like, comics Joker is awesome. Comics Thanos oh. is not interesting. Very, uh, like, yeah. I, no, I, I like, like, I like so Goth Lady. Dead. Yeah, he's just not. I like Goth Lady. That's him. <laughs> yeah, I guess exactly it. Um, Ultron in the comics has got some stuff there, but they did it a lot with him. Um, they do a good job of Baron Zemo mm-hmm. motivation-wise. Incredible in the movie. So I think there's a history of that. Um, I do think Marvel villains, and I think this will speak to why Alex isn't a huge fan. I think they like style. They're not very stylish. Yeah, they're not mega mind. You know what makes the difference between a villain and a super villain? Presentation. Presentation. <laughs> I, I think that's totally justified. Even like visually, they're not very interesting looking characters for the most part. Um, I love Doctor Doom so much. Like so. Doctor Doom, except Doctor Green Doom, Loki, Loki, with his Asgardian, like Ultron, not a great look. Not a great say which version of Loki is Loki, because his original comic is not. Lady Loki, good. Kid Loki, agent of Asgard Loki. You like Lady Loki, where he like, where he becomes the lady that Thor used to sleep with. I think the design is incredible. Oh, it's wonderful. It's iconic, but it's a little back into a greasy old old man. It's a little finally the Loki is truly beautiful. (laughs) It's a little weird of like becoming your brother's like ex-lover. I mean, there's a lot. There's got a lot of issues. Loki's got a lot going on, man. So, two and a half hours. You said you had a way to wrap this up. Yeah. Okay. So the greatest villains of literature and film: Darth Vader. Bill Sykes. He's a Marvel character uh, now. Bill Sykes, Bill Sykes from Oliver Twist. Twist. From Oliver Twist. Um, Sar- and the Marvel uh, Comics. Sauron. I mean, D- Sauron Star Wars from Comics. Lord of the Rings. None of them. All of them pale in comparison. Just, Dude. just trashed here. To Slipknot, the man. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! That is it. Wrap it up, Ray. <laughs>